Free Talk Live. And we're back. Man, my headphones are turned up way too loud there for a minute. What? I can't hear you. My headphones are too loud. I said my headphones were too loud there for a minute. Hold on. Let me turn my headphones down so I can hear what you're saying. Turn them up. I can't say the rest of that bit from Dave Chappelle because it involves a word that the FCC doesn't allow me to say. That only some hosts are allowed to say. <laughs> well, I guess we're not them. Well, I, I'm allowed to say it, just not okay. on the air. Right? Uh, so. Just seven words. That's the only, you can say whatever you want, just not those no, seven words. Well, it's the That's seven also words. Not true. It's oh. the seven words. Plus, and like, I think one of them we can say, but I don't want to go into that. Okay. Uh, but there's also like some things we can't say, uh, thanks to the FCC. Yeah. Like, we can't describe um, uh, things with the body. Uh, in a uh, in a too descriptive fashion. It's hard to describe things that you're not allowed to describe. Right. Yeah. It's hard for <laughs> me like, to tell yeah. you how, Can't be exactly about it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And appeal to yeah. the least common denominator. Uh, and and keep if it anatomical. Yeah. If or or uh, science. No. What's the word I'm thinking of? It's your field. It's uh, not medical, but uh, nursing. Not anatomical. It's uh, clinical. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Keep it clinical. Right. Yeah. Like I can say penis. Yep. On the air, and that's fine, but I can't say the other word. But don't get any okay. ideas. Right. You know, I mean, any I can words. say the other word as long as I'm not referring to the penis. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. Yeah. Okay. There's other weird things like that too. So I don't want to start crossing the line here. I don't <laughs> yeah, want. We're, I don't want to. Like, right. I don't want to get a. I don't want to get a we're letter. Already too clinical. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get a letter from Ian from jail being like hey <laughs> You're captain fired. no being like hey captain you can't use this descriptive term or you know that kind of thing because uh you know when we do get carried away or we do cross the line uh prior to his incarceration uh, that was how he would let us know if we just were on the air he would just walk in the room put a note in front of you like oh yeah sorry dude my bad mm-hmm. now there's yeah. there's a delay in getting the reprimand yep but a reprimand, nonetheless. Yes. So, uh, note I, by mail. Yeah, I don't. I don't want any of that. You have been fined one credit <laughs> for a violation of the verbal morality code. Uh, uh, I did. I did rewatch that. By the way, okay. You and I were talking about this. Which one was it? It's the the Pizza Hut. Oh, it's the international yeah. version. It's the yeah. wrong one. Yeah, and, it's the wrong one. And as soon as you mentioned that the Pizza Hut versus Taco Bell thing, I'm like. I, like I went and saw this movie in the theaters back in the day, and then yeah. when I when I was watching it with the Pizza Hut, I was like, "This is wrong." I was like, "I I thought it was Taco Bell." It's Taco Bell, but but then they have these like Taco Hut Pizza Bell things now, okay. where like it's two restaurants in one. Yeah, right? the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Yeah, they wrote or, a song about it. Or they have one here in Keene that's a. It's a Taco Bell and a KFC. Yep. Yeah, I think that's, that's more of a thing around here. We don't see the Pizza Hut ones. Any well at in this area at least. Yeah. Well, but, uh, the song is about the combination Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Yeah, that might that for that much I am of certain. Pizza Bell Taco Hut. Either way, yeah. Pizza Hut. But the international the international Kentucky version. Fried chicken and a Pizza Hut. Oh my McDonald's, God. McDonald's. Can we sing that what, to the kids? What's wrong with Nikki? Who put a quarter in her? <laughs> Do you is guys it, know that song? Is it, no. The, no. is it because you had to do this show two days in a row? Yeah, probably. I'm like, oh. You're like, is it yesterday or today? I need man? to come up with some fresh material. Wait, weren't you in the other chair yesterday, though? 
I was, yeah. Okay, all right. So we can actually claim so that you're... So I'm basically like I'm a different person. We basically. could claim that you're your I'm own... I'm third chair, Nikki. You're today. your own twin sister. <laughs> so while watching the Taco Bell part, did you like? Did you catch that it was still Pizza Hut aesthetics yes. in the movie? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they just overdubbed Yeah. We should language? tell people what movie we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, they don't know. Yeah, I don't you know. don't know. Oh, Nikki doesn't Nikki's got to know. I hate movies. It's, so uh, I don't know. It's Demolition Man. Sandra, Sandra Bulldog. I mean, uh, Bullock. And that doesn't narrow it Sly down Sly Vester Stallone. Doesn't narrow it down. Wesley uh, Snipes. Yes. Wesley Pipes, man. Oh. Oh, wait. No, that's, no, that's that half-baked. Okay. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, Demolition Man. Okay. The never seen Dennis it. Dennis Leary. Oh, my gosh. But I think you guys did put that on my list. It's on the list. It's, it's got to be on the list. list. If it's not. There's a real list, too. It's on my phone. Okay. Can you bust it out and, like, bump that bastard up, like... To I don't know the number two spot. Just make sure you get the. Just make sure you watch the one where it's Taco Bell. So anyway, like I obtained a copy of Demolition Man. Yes. And I like Richie Rich and I were talking about it last week, and he's like, make sure you get the the U.S. release, the U.S. release with the Taco Bell mention. And I'm like, how would I know if I have the U.S. release? He's like, because the other the international release will have the Pizza Hut in it. So there's this place where oh, there's this point in the movie where like okay. we're like oh no all all, all restaurants, restaurants are Taco Bell are Taco Bell but in the one that I have it's like no all restaurants are Pizza Hut is that now. the only difference or is that just like how you would know it's that's the, how you would know it's the Which, key okay. indicator there's other editing differences yes. and scenes and that kind of thing but they're minor for the most part the movie kind of carries itself the same yep. at least near as I can tell but um, Demolition Man probably more so than some other movies like. Maybe even Idiocracy, like, predicted the future. Really? Yeah. I've seen Idiocracy. Yeah, so well, Dem- Demolition Man, uh, it, what did you say? And it, part of the reason it came up was because Captain was talking about it on, like, a Saturday show that I was, was listening to on my way home from the Sunday show. And he said something about, like, you know, Demolition Man got this part of the movie wrong. Or I forget mm-hmm. I forget the full yeah, context. But you were just uh, but, watching the wrong version? No, no, no. But I, I pointed out to... He was. He was, but irrelevant. Turns out I was. Turns out. Yeah. But I pointed out to him, like, you know, Demolition Man predicted a future in which guns were outlawed. Like, that's, there's, that's the there's part, no yeah. guns in Demolition Man. You know, in, in the society that was, the yeah. future society that was created, they did not have firearms. To be fair to the movie, there were guns. They were just all housed in a museum. Well, right. I mean, that's... Un, un, until the bad guy from the past woke up right. and raided the museum and, mm. you know, got all the guns. But the, the society didn't have an overbearing police force carrying around, you know, assault white rifles all over the place. Yeah. Because the citizenry was disarmed. Yeah. So that was that was the point that I was making. Like, they didn't get the police right. I'm like, well, they got the police right for a disarmed society. You yeah. Know? In fact, I, 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 I read an article uh, recently, um, okay, quick plug, on, on my podcast yesterday, and it was um, like police violence in America was, you know, at the highest it's ever been right. for police deaths for 2023. Like, it exceeded, and one of the, the proscriptions in the article were like, well, how do we curb American police violence? And the solution given by the article was gun control. Well, that's stupid. Right. But they go like, well, because every police encounter is possibly with an overly armed citizenry, mm-hmm. right, they're quicker on the trigger than they are in other countries. And if the citizens were disarmed, the police wouldn't have to be that violent all the time. Yeah, because yeah they're I not always with a- that. I didn't say I agreed with it. I said this is what the, the prescription premise, of the right, article yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it was a USA Today article, I believe. 
Uh, just so you guys know, uh, I made a note here for the show notes. Demolition Man, the Prophecy, Taco Bell Edition. There you go. That's the whole note. So people know. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. We have some things to do. Uh, Captain's Log, Stardate 01212024. In the studio tonight, it's myself. <gasps> The authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will, LLC. Joining me tonight. Nikki. And Richie Rich. Uh, Did you spend the hundred bucks to get that LLC registered? Not yet. Okay. We'll get on uh, it. I, I I don't want to give the man any money. That's fair. I'll accept that. Um and so I'm just declaring myself an LLC. Okay. Without without filling out the paperwork or paying the fee. Uh, technically okay. you can do whatever you want. I mean I, te- I wrote, I wrote it down on a piece of paper, so, I mean, that's all they do. They write it down on a piece of paper. Understandable, but the the LLC itself is a governmental protection. Well, so is it? <laughs> yes, it is. Or is like it a governmental submission? Um, I, mean, I mean, you're submitting yourself to them, and in exchange, you're getting their protection. So it's kind of like a mafia shakedown? No, because you don't have to register an LLC, but then, <laughs> right, then you're you can be a sole liability. proprietor, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Yeah. But if you I, want I've their had, protection. I've considered putting my business under an LLC for those reasons. Yeah. You know, I it's nice had, if somebody sues you if you don't like lose your house over it or whatever. Right. I have had uh, an LLC in the past, um, uh, just in prep. So, like when you're young and you're trying to do music, right? You, yeah. You uh, all of the people who have succeeded in making music their career uh, will tell you uh, luck favors the prepared. Right, so if you really want to be successful in music, prepare to yeah. be successful. That is, um, have something called a one sheet. Uh, figure out how to have uh, a bio or a promo kit with you at all times, because you never know when you're going to bump into somebody in the industry um, who knows somebody or whatever. Um, and then also like uh, form some sort of an entity, whether it's a sole proprietorship or whatever. You know, meet with the band, discuss these things. Whoever's yeah. in the band, like sounds like any business, like, right? Yeah, exactly. just having like a right. basic business just, plan, and, right? Yeah. All that, kind of, but like so many bands do none of this. Yeah, right. They they don't think about the business aspect. They don't even think about like how are we going to make money at this. They just go. They make music. They yeah. go. They don't get paid for shows, and they're just like, well, whatever. Yeah, you know. And it's it's insane to me to like you know that that this is what happens. So at any rate, yeah, I did an LLC. I had like a. Like a P.O. box that was just for the band, mm-hmm. you know, this kind well, of a thing, a mailing address yeah. and, you know, stuff like that. I ended up with like an EIN number at some point in case I ever had to like hire somebody to do something for us officially. Yeah. File your taxes. None of that occurred, right? We we never even, like, I don't think we ever officially had any income, you know what I mean? Like, like we'd sell some Losses T-shirts. Only. Yeah, we'd sell some T-shirts <laughs> or whatever, but we, we spent way more money. That's how I always But now it's a write-off. In, yep. You know? Net loss. Well, you yeah, don't have yeah. to really file if you're only, yeah, I think right. it's, what is it, like yeah. $300 or something? Yeah, but I, I, I'm I, sure if you're operating at a net loss, then you're good good yeah, to go. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when I was like <laughs> ramping up, you know, doing more firearms training, yeah, like I, I did register the LLC because that's a dangerous industry, right? That's and I, true. Yeah. You want I, some liability right. coverage of and insurance. I looked, in, I looked into insurance as well. Yeah. I was like, you know, weighing insurance providers because- it's a dangerous industry to like work with noobs around yeah. firearms. But I think, yeah, I think almost in any industry though, like, cause even with me, I mean, I don't really anticipate like for yoga, for example, yeah. I don't anticipate someone suing me, but I mean, 
Ow, it hurt my back. Yeah, like yeah. it might happen, and insurance is so cheap where it's like, eh, you might as well. Yeah. Well, then you get, get these. But this is someone who could insurance. like put a bullet through their hand because you know. Yeah, that's more serious. And then right. you've got these. I like, want to be protected. You've got yeah. these like shysty people who are on the lookout for this kind of thing. They oh wanna, yeah. They oh, want to yeah, target yeah. like some small business that kind of doesn't know what the hell they're doing, and then sue them. Yeah. yeah. You know, like take part in it and be like, oh, I hurt myself at your thing, and like I'm going to sue you. These like grifters or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like that kind of thing. So if you're one of those people, go after yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But you can protect yourself against grifters, right, by getting the insurance and having an an actual LLC. Yeah, the insurance, I think, is, uh, you know, a powerful thing. Uh, I I just don't like wielding the the violence of government at other people. That's fair. Granted, uh, in the case of a a grifter or a shysty person, I don't know if I could say that. I just did. Um, Well, uh, why not? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, in, in that's the case not one of, of the a, words. In, in the case of a uh, nefarious person, there you go. That's a much better word. I like that word, nefarious. Uh, then um, you know, okay, they attacked you first, right? So now that's self defense. Yeah. Now in defense, like, I'm, am I going to throw the government at you? I, I, that's a decision I have to make at that point. Yeah, but even in that case, like, if you don't have it set up preemptively. You're not going to be able to throw it back at them. Like you're, right. you're already on the defensive. Right. Yeah. Yep. So uh, before we get into our first story, let's go to the phones. I believe this is Mr. Ridley from what's what's the jingle? It is. What's what's the jingle? RidleyReport.com. There we go. Um. 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 That's the important part. You got to okay. do the end part. Too. You forgot right. the um, I'm sorry. um, 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 um. It's been a while since I've heard. My gosh, you we were only away from Sundays for like uh, three weeks. Or it's so not like we play the jingle every Sunday, <laughs> Mister Ridley. What's on your mind? So tomorrow, I guess, marks the second anniversary of the uh, outlawing of nuclear weapons. Boom! <laughs> when were nuclear weapons outlawed? Two years ago. Uh, correct. The United Nations uh, member states who are not carrying nuclear weapons got together and uh, they technically made it illegal. So um, were these so all of the nations, the, the governments that already had nuclear weapons, did they give them up? Not yet. <laughs> did they place a deadline on them or was it in effect immediately? Uh I, I think it went into effect more or less immediately, but the, okay. the idea was that like this, there there are some sorts of sanctions, but they're kind of limited. Okay. I don't really understand how it works. It doesn't seem to have really taken off in the public imagination. Most people don't even know it happened. Well, much like uh, gun confiscation, if you're going to collect the nuclear weapons, you're going to have to have nuclear weapons to go get them. Are there people well, that have no. like uh, you know uh, wearing T-shirts with like a couple of nuclear bombs across each other? It says, "Come and take them." <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I've I've been studying the ban for a while, uh, and I've had difficulty finding anything to really argue against here. Uh, they they haven't they don't seem to have done anything that seems anti-liberty. Uh, I guess it's the they call it it's nuclear nuclearbantreaty.org is where the, the, these folks tend to congregate, I guess. And uh, you know, each year as this comes around, it, it's an excuse to do demonstrations and stuff. Um, and uh, I did I did one last year. I was visiting Colorado Springs at the time. Uh, we did a demonstration down downtown, 
And, uh, you know, I'm glad I did it. Uh, it's sad that so few people seem to care about the fact that they're maybe about to die. <laughs> but uh, th- this is what has actually been happening over the last two or three years. And, you know, it would be nice to see something even better. What are you saying is not anti You're saying, like, not being able to own certain property is not anti-liberty? Yeah, not letting people own nuclear weapons. I don't I'm I'm not I don't have a problem with with keeping people from having nuclear weapons. Okay. And you don't and you don't consider that an anti-liberty position. Well, as long as there's no active aggression. So the way okay. this will be done without an active aggression is if you have a government that does not tax people and it decides that you can't have a nuclear weapon and it doesn't use any taxes to take your nuclear weapon from you and it doesn't hurt you in the process, then I can work with that. So, but if they, but if I want to keep my nuclear weapon, what then? Uh, then I think action should be taken against you, but not at taxpayer expense. Okay. What's, and, and those actions would not be anti-liberty because they're not taxpayer expense. Like I've harmed no one, but I own this piece of property and you think yeah. quote unquote action should be taken against me. You, sir, are a threat. It's difficult. It's difficult. Yeah, and it falls into a gray area. But yeah, I think it's not a gray area. You're trying to take my property against my will. You're a threat. Well, your property is a threat. My property is not a threat. The existence of my property is not a threat. A a nuclear weapon is inherently a threat. You could say the same for any sort of firearm or weapon. It's inherently a threat because I can use it on anyone at any time. It's not a threat. Yeah, a it's firearm, a piece of property. A firearm has a legitimate. A firearm has a legitimate use. There is no legitimate use for a nuclear weapon. That that's your opinion, and I don't need a legit. I don't need to justify ownership of anything to you, Mister Ridley. It's none of your business. Yeah, I mean, you could uh, you could take it off the coast of Portsmouth, you know, a uh, hundred miles from any ship, and blow it up, and it would still it would still be bad. Well, for then you everyone. may have a tortious claim against me, but until I do that, piss off. It's none well, of your what business. Is it for if not if not for blowing up, yeah, that's the whole problem. What's the problem? I own a piece of property. That, you don't want me to own it, and you're willing to like use force to take it from me. Well, that's why I have the nuclear piece, weapon to prevent people like you from stealing my property. You don't need a nuclear weapon to do something like that. I, I don't Ukraine need a lot no of things, nuclear, but I'll use whatever Ukraine I need no lo- to repel Ukraine your threat. No nuclear- do I get to finish? Maybe. Ukraine has no nuclear weapons and is defeating the Soviet Union more, or is defeating the Russians more or less. Good for them. Uh, this is a principle previous to that, Previous to that, the Afghanistan, Af- Af- Afghans beat the United States, which had nuclear weapons, and they didn't have nuclear weapons. They're not, they're not necessary for victory. I, it doesn't have anything to do with victory. It has to do with you trying to take my property from me against my will when I've caused no harm and brought no damage to you. Yeah, I mean, good that's luck the principle, sir. Anyone, good luck getting anyone to take your take your side on something like that. If I had the nuclear weapon, I, they wouldn't have to take my side. I'd have armed defense against them. Now, if you had a nuclear weapon, you'd have seven billion people on the planet wanting you to not have the nuclear weapon anymore, and they'd be doing something about it. And good thing I have the nuclear weapon to prevent them from doing something about it. You're just you're justifying do. aggression for ownership of property. Yeah, that nuclear weapons do not prevent aggression. <laughs> when was the last time that happened? Uh, Hiroshima, Nagasaki. I don't know when. The, yeah, I don't know if not, they've ever been used those, since then. Using using those nuclear weapons did not prevent aggression. The the entire Cold War could be argued uh, was nuclear weapons preventing aggression. I'll take it that. It was too. nuclear weapons. 
it was nuclear weapons driving the fighting into Nicaragua, Angola, Afghanistan, where massive numbers of people died. You don't have to fight. You just stop trying to take people's property. Yeah. I just went to uh, nuclearbantreaty.org and the Treaty on the Prohibition of Nuclear Weapons, the Ban Treaty, entered into force on January 22nd, 2021. So, yes, indeed. Uh, it was the result of more than a decade of organizing by a combination of non-nuclear armed states and civil society, much of it spearheaded by the International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons, also known as ICANN, recipient of the 2017 Nobel Peace Prize. And in the world we actually live in, these nuclear weapons are all owned by nation states, which are supposedly our enemies. At least these folks are doing something. But again, if you've got something you can think of, it's better to do. If you've got a better idea... Leave people alone that have nuclear weapons. Well, why is it okay for a nation state to own a nuclear weapon and not an individual? It's not. It's not okay for either. I would say it's okay for an individual. Like like I mean, any let's other see that, let's see any other works. tool I mean that, any other piece of property it, it'd be like saying uh, a rocket launcher right uh, fair play you know uh, can an individual own a rocket launcher absolutely yeah I think I think they should be able to okay so what's the difference between a rocket launcher and a nuclear bomb David the size of the blast radius there's no way you can uh, you know even the smallest uh, nuclear nuclear weapons have like, a blast radius it's so it's like a so suitcase large. nuke. It's going to have such a large blast radius that there's simply no discriminant way to use so it. So yeah. there's, I forget what it was called, but one of my coworkers who was in some branch of the military um, showed me this website where you could test different, it was a simulation, of course, but yeah. you could test different um, nuclear weapons and you could say, oh, I want to drop this nuke on Boston. <laughs> and then you could see the radius, the blast radius yeah. of it. And then you could see, because of course, you know, you have the initial blast radius and then, you know, everything is destroyed within a certain radius. But then there's also like the radiation that goes beyond that. Right. So it was actually rather interesting. You could see like what the effects, how how widespread the effects would be. And until I detonate the nuke, I've harmed no one. David, do you have more to say? And should not be threatened. Mm-mm-mm. No? Yes? <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the call, David. RidleyReport.com. Dot fascist all of a sudden. More Free Talk Live is coming up. Hey, you are going to love the movie Victimless Crime Spree. It's hilarious, heartwarming, and carries a ton of inspiring freedom messages. Feeling down about the lack of liberty in your life? You need to put on this film with some friends and have a good laugh. It's a true story about me and my friends in New Hampshire living free, singing, dancing, and getting arrested. Of course, it's all on video, and the bad guys, the cops, judges, bailiffs, and sheriffs, they all play their part like it's out of a movie or something. You would think we scripted the whole thing, but it's real life. Go ahead and have a watch, and if it's been a while, have another look. I guarantee you'll notice things now that you didn't notice before. And the best part is that you're going to walk away feeling a renewed sense of your own power. You are the master of your destiny, and you will be free in your lifetime. Victimless Crime Spree.
Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. With fees of less than a penny per transaction, Dash is made for spending. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month for this sponsorship. It's easy to get and easy to use Dash. You can learn more at dash.org. That's dash.org. All right. So uh, I want to talk about uh, this bit. <laughs> we, As a free speech absolutist. Okay. Right. With the exception of adhering to these FCC rules here on the radio. Um <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, just because you don't like fines well i you know it's it's not my show right yeah. so like you know uh i was invited to join the show under the condition that you know i don't get the show you know ixnade from the airwaves right hey. yeah yeah hey. <laughs> from the airwaves hey, right? yeah whatever uh and so i continue to operate under those conditions but as a person, I am a free speech absolutist, yeah. uh, and if you talk to me outside of this radio program, you can tell <laughs> there's there's really no bones about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I've I've been known to cuss in front of small children and get bad looks. Like, hey, you my kid, my kids are here. I'm like, so yeah. <laughs> Did anything happen to them because I said a, a bad word? No. Did it harm them in any way? Shape? No. So, like, you know, shut up. Those kids grow up with the projection of the parents, man. Yeah. Like, if the parents had, like, no bad energy on bad words, it wouldn't even matter. Right. Absolutely. And that's something I've never understood is why some words are bad and some aren't. I get, like, oh, you know, like, try to be nice, try to be polite, like, don't be mean unnecessarily, like, teaching, you know, nice nice, uh, manners and stuff like that to your kids. But, like, why are certain words... I mean, it's, like, how come once I turn 16 years old, then it's like, oh, you know, now you can start saying bad words all of a sudden. Uh, the, the, term, the term came out in, I think it was the 80s was the first time I heard it, which is like, I mean, don't be butthurt about that. Okay. Right. It's like, yeah. oh, you got your feelings hurt. Yeah. yeah. Right. Is, is hurt feelings because of words harm? Mm, no. I mean, if Not I say something feelings. to you that really digs deep and, you know, it hits you personally, right? Um, have I caused you harm? Like, we've talked about fighting words in the past. I mean, that's really the other person's problem, right? So, like, if, Captain, if you said something to me that offended me, that's my problem. That's not your problem. And um, that's something that I, it's my responsibility to deal with my feelings about the words that you said. That's not your responsibility to deal with my feelings about what you said to me. Technically. Here's the other interesting thing about that. If Captain says something to you and your yeah. feelings are hurt, it's because internally you believe it to be true. Usually, because, because, I would say that. I, yeah, not across the board, but usually. Yeah. Because if he said something to you yeah. that was false, that you didn't believe about yourself, yeah. you, wouldn't be, you wouldn't have your feelings hurt. Yeah. It was just like, okay, that he said a thing. Yeah. Like, I don't care. You say whatever thing you want. Like, yeah. I, don't, I yeah. don't believe that about myself. So you saying it has no effect on me. Yeah, that's why the like good disses are the ones that, you know, it's, you know, if you're really trying to be mean about somebody, you you go for, you know, their, their the uh, weak spots, yeah, their stuff weak that spots they've already or, complained about in the past that yeah. they've internalized as a problem in their life. Yeah. So, but being nice is cooler. So there's that. 
So that was much fun between dudes, though. When it comes to the words and mm, phrasings or whatever the the FCC rules, right? Yes. Um, there is no evidence specifically around cuss words. There is no evidence to support that saying cuss words uh, has ever harmed anyone. Of course not. No. Yeah. Whether they're little kids or adults does or the whatever. opposite. I like it so. So it it's, doesn't harm them. It's it, doing the opposite of it, harm to it, me personally. It does good for them. How, yeah. how does it do good? I, because I, I told you I like them. It desensitizes so it does good for them for hurt feelings. Personally, I don't care about really yeah. what it does for everybody else. But okay. for me personally, I mean, whatever. I like using them. Because like when I was a kid, like my parental units of you know many varieties were very anti uh, cussing. And right. I bet that made you like it more that they because they were anti. Oh, whenever I wasn't around them, if I was hanging out with my friends or at school, yeah. or, you know, I was cussing like a trucker. Because it made it cooler in your mind. Because like, well, I mean, when you're a kid, you want to be an adult. Exactly. Right? And they're like, only adults can use those words. And, yeah. And you're like, what kind of BS is that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, so you're all my friends them. used them. Yeah. So me yeah. and all my friends, we're cussing up a storm at every chance. Yeah. That we can, and then, you know, w- whenever the, the parental units uh, got over there, whatever it is, whatever whatever this mystery ailment is that makes people think that cuss words are going to harm children in some way uh, is, I, I, I don't even know where that comes from. I mean, yeah, the cuss words, I mean, there's like legitimate verbal abuse, I think, that can be inflicted upon children. I don't think that that's okay, but I wouldn't involve cuss words. Yeah, right, saying in a that. cuss word is not verbal abuse. No, right? it's not. It it can be part of verbal abuse if you're Could being be. verbally abused and somebody but it's is two cussing during. But that, yeah, it's totally. Well, who's it directed at? Right. Like if yeah. you're if you're cussing while saying something out in the open. Right. Right. You're not directing that abuse at the child. Right. And uh, like but if you, uh, go, you, child, you are a. And then you unload on them, right? Then that might have some sort of effect. There's a there's a pretty great band called Psycho Stick, mm-hmm. and they have a song called NSFW, which stands for Not Safe for Work. Okay. The song is the F word over and over again, but to different melodies that you're already familiar with. Ah. Right. Uh, and then and it changes over the course of the song. It's it's the most brilliant song. Uh, Maybe not the most brilliant song they have, but like it is an outstanding track from this particular band. Uh, and if you haven't heard it, I suggest you go listen to it. Unless you have sensitive ears. Yeah. Now, I was describing this song uh, amongst a table of uh, folks who uh, met up on a Sunday, you know, that kind of a thing. And uh, one of the persons at the table, because I was actually singing it out loud, like giving an example, right? Yeah. Like, blah, 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 F, 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 F. Oh, are you scolded? I was scolded by somebody at the table, a libertarian type oh, person. Get over it. Like, hey, Captain, there's there's children like around here. An old lady. No, it was Mark Edge. <laughs> of really? all people, <laughs> way to put him on blast. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, that's funny. <laughs> like to his credit, there were children around, right? But we're yeah, who cares? We're outdoors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're outdoors, and like my oh first, my gosh, that's so funny. My, my reaction was, oh, sorry, and then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm not, not sorry, no, yeah, right. <laughs> And oh, I think I funny. said, wait a minute, I'm not effing sorry, I think is what I said yeah. at some point or whatever. I did discontinue my, my impersonation of yeah. the song uh, because I, I had made my point already to yeah. the, the audience I was talking to or the people I was talking to. Um, but 
But I mean, that's you know, Mark and I are, are of about the same age, and so like yeah. we've both had that experience where the the elders are like, "Hey, now, don't be you know, yeah. watch your language, right? Yeah. Don't be cussing around the children now." And, yeah, and like Mark's also got a youngin. He does. He does. Yeah, and he's not, he's young not that well, young anymore. No, but but it, you know, you know, four years ago when this happened or whatever, right? Yeah. You know, um, I bet he uses bad words. Mark I learned it from you, no, Dad. My son. My oh, son. yeah. <laughs> I've heard I Mark cuss. Yeah, Mark has been known to cuss. We've, oh, no, we've, we we listened to it a couple of weeks heard ago. Re- <laughs> we've heard a replay recently. <laughs> um, so, uh, and you know, I'm not I'm not here trying to talk that about Mark, uh, but what I am saying is that, like, again, there's no evidence that, that cussing in and of itself has ever harmed anyone, and the fact that there is a government agency dedicated to policing cussing yeah. on broadcast television radio etc right uh should be all you need to know about your sensitive ears yeah so you uh can't now, say that on pbs now over the course of time uh, governments particularly the the leaders of governments uh whether it's a it's a congress a president a you know a, a dictator a monarch or whatever uh they have all attempted to make certain speech illegal. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, this is a whole blibic segue. Yeah. Wow. It's a very, very long, <laughs> very long segue. Well played, Captain. Yeah. Uh, we'll call it the uh, the prequel. Okay. The prequel. <laughs> this is the prequel to to the article. Okay. Phantom Menace. Yes. If you will. Uh, yeah, and we didn't make them in reverse order. We we made the first one first, and okay. now we're we're segueing into the second one. Uh, so over the course of time. Uh, governments, uh, people in charge of governments, uh, kings, monarchs, whatever, uh, have attempted to make certain things you say illegal, which to me is a bunch of horse hockey or, you know, the other word I wanted to say. Yep. But that's the one you can say on air. Right. So this from CNN.com, Thailand sentences man to a record 50 years in prison for insulting the monarchy. Wow. Can you imagine, like, um, there are certain things that, that you cannot say in the United States. Uh, I'm without... not saying he's a bad king. He just looks like a queen. <laughs> there, are certain things, there are certain things you cannot say in the United States without drawing the ire of law enforcement. One of them is, like, sort of any threat about... Uh, making a threat against like a president, yeah, right. Like if 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 like I can't even say the quote that will get you in trouble here on yeah. the air because well we already we're already enough yeah, we trouble on this show trouble, anyway. Yeah. Unless you're already the sitting president, as noted by Donald Trump recently. But I, but maybe think, like maybe like the president's wife or something could okay. get away with saying right. you know threatening the, the president in this way. Okay. But like if you threaten the life of the president, like you're going to get the ire of law enforcement. Yeah, right. Uh, and and that's a, a law that exists here in the United States. Now, in the United States, we still have <clears throat> some semblance of free speech, right? Uh, as evidenced by this show, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if we didn't, this show We'd would all be, be in the, jail. Yeah, this show would be the first thing they took off the air. Yeah. Right. And now well, they've, they've tried. tried. And, and actually, tried. like it is, but kind not, of... but not in the not directly, not directly. Right. Yeah. They, they didn't come on and be like, "You guys are speaking too much truth. We're shutting you down." They didn't do that. They went sort of around. It's kind right. of like the roundabout way. Yeah. It's kind of like it, when yeah. they get uh, Capone for tax evasion. Right. right? Yeah. Like, it's uh, like yeah, this is the best we got. Yeah. 
Um, but that's Anything kind of part. That's kind of part of American culture is talking trash about the opposing political candidate, right? Like, imagine if that was an actual law in the United States. It's like they wouldn't even have campaigns, right? Because that's the whole thing is just you know, trash it's like talking to your opponent. Yeah, it's like I can't talk about uh, what I'm gonna do because I have nothing of value to offer as a politician. So I'm just gonna talk smack about the other guy. Well, but smack talking, right, and like direct threat, threatening, right? But this is insulting. This is insulting, the monarchy specifically. Because I would think insulting is not threatening. Like, threatening violence against somebody is different than insulting them. I mean... I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've been like, Trump sucks, Biden sucks, Clinton sucks. Right? Like, yeah, I mean, there's like toilet yeah. paper with Obama's face on it. Oh, we used to have some of that. You know what I mean? Or yes. like all of it. Like, uh, insert political candidate here. Yeah. They got it. We had... Uh, who, was, who was the president before Obama? Clinton? Was it Clinton? Bush. Oh, Bush. Bush, yeah. Bush. So we had uh, uh, toilet paper rolls of both uh, Bush and uh, Obama, and this was like right at the election, yeah, uh, right after. Well, that's just equality, right? And so, and so, my band was playing a show, and uh, there's this song where the lyric is uh, two candidates is one more than a dictatorship," right? Is is one of the lyrics of the song, and so my singer thought it'd be a good idea. He bought this mask. That was Bush on one side and yeah. and Obama on the other. Nice. And so he wore it while he sang this song. And then during the song, there's this little like we didn't really do solos like we we do like, but we did like whole band like breakdowns. Yeah. And so there's this bit where the singer doesn't sing. And so yeah, he like was jamming, like, yeah. yeah, he was like, okay, so for the part where y'all break down, I'm gonna chuck rolls of toilet paper at the crowd <laughs> That's with nice. varying Obama slash Bush faces on them into the crowd, and it was great. It that reminds well. me of Guar, how they would put like Donald Trump, obviously not real Donald Trump, yeah. but one of the, how they have you know all of their prop actor people yep. and the fake blood and everything. Have, Burned like, in effigy. Donald, yes. I think there was one where they had Donald Trump and Joe Biden yes. on the stage, and they beheaded them both. Yeah, they've been known to it do that. It was really cool. They did that with uh, uh, what? <laughs> what was the what was the lady's name? Nu- nuclear. You know who I'm talking about? No, can't say Sarah nuclear. Palin. That's one. No. Well, yeah, they, but that's Bush. But yeah, also Sarah Palin. Right. They they had nuclear. Yeah, nuclear. No, they 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 decapitated Sarah Palin yeah. like on stage. Right now, it wasn't Again, her. Quality, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know. Feminism. Uh, in effigy. In definitely yeah. In effigy. Yeah. Yeah. Beheading people in real life is not cool. <laughs> well, it depends who it is. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not gonna go out and do this, but if somebody brought out a guillotine and decided to start off in heads of certain politicians, I'm not gonna shed a tear. No comment. I might I might even clap softly. <laughs> softly. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> I'd be like, Dude. bravo! I'd be like, could really that happened? Send me the link, right? You know, is there a YouTube on it? What's going on? Is it on TikTok yet? You know, um, you know, I, live leak. It'll be on live leak. Live leak, yeah. That's the one. Or do you think like, or do you think like they'd have to upload it to like Pornhub or something just to get around all the algorithms and the oppression of the? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's where live leak was. Like yeah. that's like that was the stuff you would find on live leak. Okay, back in the day. All right, because I know like uh, uh, at some point they were releasing uh, these pirated movies. Uh, and uploading them to Pornhub yep. because, well, they could. And then everybody could just go watch them. Yeah. I had a, a friend who was uh, part of like Toastmasters. Oh. And it, at one point, like, he tasked me with, he's like, find me some of those like Iraqi beheading videos because oh, I want to intersplice that in to my Toastmasters oh, speech. <laughs> Can you tell people what Toastmasters is? So it's not somebody who's really good at burning bread. 
Yeah, um, I guess it's a it's an organization to help people overcome their fear of public speaking. Yeah, or to practice their public speaking right. if they're already a public speaker. Right. So you you know you go up in front of the group, you have a topic, and you give a speech, and then the group uh, rates, critiques, criticizes, roasts. and helps roasts, <laughs> but also helps you improve on your tactics and your speech and yeah. ways ways to improve it. So. All right, very well. So uh, from CNN, a Thai appeals court on Thursday extended a man's prison sentence to a record 50 years for insulting the monarchy. Extended? So he was already... Uh, I'm already in prison. (laughs) I'm going to talk more trash. Mm -hmm. They're like, yes, well, you shouldn't have said that because now your sentence is longer. Okay. Pray we do not alter the deal any further. Oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) Fader. That's right. Uh, in what is believed to be the toughest penalty ever imposed under the country's draconian laissez-majeste law, according to a legal rights group. Uh, Mongol, age 30, an online clothes vendor and political activist from northern Chiang Rai province, was originally sentenced in 2023 to 28 years in prison for social media posts deemed damaging to the king. Is there a link? Like, do do we know there's, what he said? There's not a hyper oh. um, I can't speak Thai, so um, yeah, I can I only, they have funny characters. There's the button on Facebook that says "Translate Post." You I can click only click the yeah. button. I can only eat Thai. Okay, how's she taste? Oh God, <laughs> spicy. Uh, five stars. Five stars. <laughs> Uh, on Thursday, the Court of Appeal in Chiang Rai found Mongol guilty of about a dozen more violations. Of the Royal Insult Law. It's called the Royal Insult Law. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, like, how much of a baby do you have to be mm-hmm. to be like, no one's, allowed, the royalty. no one's allowed to say mean things I'm, about I'm me. royally It's like um, King Jong-un, you know, like the <laughs> North Korea, like, don't say anything. Like, that guy's a god, right? You need a framed picture of him in your living room. Hans Better not say anything bad about that guy. <laughs> I can, though, because I'm in America, so... Uh, so they found him guilty of a dozen more violations of the royal butthurt insult law. Wow, a dozen more. So he just like he just went <laughs> off again. I mean, you might as well. I mean, you know what I mean. And they added twenty-two years to his sentence. Thai lawyers for human rights uh, said in a statement: Thailand has some of the world's strictest of these royal butthurt laws, and criticizing the king, queen, or heir apparent can lead to a maximum fifteen-year prison sentence for each offense. Which makes even talking about the royal family fraught with risk. The problem with stuff like this is like people who love America will then say, look, you know, you shouldn't insult our government because it could be this much worse if no. you were over there. No, the grass you is always keep, greener on the other right. plantation. You should keep yeah. insulting our government because you can. Well, until they right. start passing laws. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And it's also a huge red flag. If I. To, to make a law saying that no one can say can, can can criticize you or say anything bad about you, you might be worried. You must be worried that people are going to do that. If you're such a good and benevolent ruler and you know this great king, yep. then you wouldn't need to pass laws you like that. Yep. Everyone would love you, and yep. they would only be singing your praises. Well, and and to an extent too, like when you put yourself out there, uh, whether it's as a radio host. Or as a politician, 
right? Uh, you know, you're you're in the public now, yep, and you're gonna get haters. Doesn't matter who you are. Yep. Doesn't matter what you do. Right? You're just gonna get them. I mean, and like some people will be like, man, if you don't have haters, you're doing it wrong, right? <laughs> I'm doing Maybe. it wrong. You know? Oh, you, you don't have haters. Haters. I, they don't. Famous. They don't come after me. Uh, okay. Well, Sad. Maybe it's the beard. Could be. Uh, intimidating. Perhaps it's the firearms. Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps a combination. I mean, both. I can take a good old-fashioned insult, yeah. right? Like, we've talked about this before. Yeah, I mean, there's trolls in some of these chats that, you know, that talk about the show and whatever, and yeah. they'll take photos of us, clip them from our video feeds, and, you know, turn them into ugly people, or you know, whatever, and, like, make yeah. fun of us or whatever. And but like, the, none of that has ever crossed care. my desk. Yeah. Mm. Like, I'm, I really want to see it. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's kind of flattering, right? It's I like, would, wow, this I would person cares flattering. about me yes. so much that I they feel, just did this I feel thing. so unloved and unhappy. Hated at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Once a week is not enough. <laughs> got to troll these. Got to troll the trolls more often. Uh, sentences for those convicted under Section One Twelve of Thailand's Criminal Code or Royal Butthurt Law can be decades long, and hundreds of people have been prosecuted in recent years. Wow. Hundreds of people. I didn't know this. Uh, Mongol, also known as Boost Boss. I guess that's a Nickname okay. or something was arrested in April 2021 over 27 posts he made on Facebook during March and April that year. I think we talked about this when it happened. Okay. We were like man in Thailand arrested for Facebook posts or something. So this is the the fallout of this. Uh, a criminal court found him guilty of 14 violations of the Royal Butthurt Law and sentenced him in January 2023 to 28 years. It is not clear what the content of the posts contained. Because Facebook took them down? All right. Presumably. I I don't know. The appeal court on Thursday not only upheld Mongol's earlier conviction, but in addition found him guilty in 11 of the 13 cases that the lower court had earlier dismissed. What? So he tried to appeal it and they threw more charges at him? This is what you get for wasting the court's time. Yeah, That's yeah. crazy. Uh, so, yeah, they found him guilty in 11 of the 13 cases the lower court had earlier dismissed and thus imposed the longer sentence. So he didn't even do more, technically. This was just from before. Yeah. So Apparently. they sentenced him to 28 years. He appealed it. They were like, uh, no, and also we're going to sentence you to more and because the things that were dismissed were undismissing. What a raw deal. Yeah, that sucks. At For least... a freaking Facebook post or a series of them. Yeah. Like, my God, man. This world, a diatribe. this world is insane, man. Right? Like, here's the thing about free speech. Uh, it lets you know where all the a-holes are. Yep. Right? And if you don't yeah. know where all the a-holes are, then that crap goes underground. But there are people. And it festers I, and boils. There are people in the United States that want to curb free speech as it is. And yeah. I'm sure that if yeah. given the power... Those people are dumb. I got it. But if, yeah. if, if given the power and they start passing laws like this, mm-hmm. right? There, there is no amendment yeah. unattainable that cannot be restricted. And that's why I keep saying, too, in, in some ways, uh, a show like this that's on I don't know, 200 or so radio stations in syndication... Canary in the coal mine? Canary in the coal mine, Yeah. Because when something like this goes away, you should become very worried. Yeah. Uh, and we know the feds listen to this program. Uh, we have yeah. factual evidence of that. So 
They're listening. Hi. Hopefully they're learning, too. Hopefully. <laughs> Take some notes. Yeah. 603-283-6160. Do you think people should be imprisoned for 50 years for insulting politicians or making social media posts about it? Give us a call. Let us know. It's Free Talk Live. Hour number two is coming up. Don't go anywhere. Eleutheromania, the insatiable desire for freedom. It's the new three song heavy metal EP from Captain Kickass. Available now on your favorite music app or get it directly from CaptainKickass.com. California version. And we're back. <laughs> or the other. And cal- we're back. There we go. Yeah, that's where you go. Uh, and we're back. It's almost like you're asking a question. Okay. Yeah. It is free talk live. If you're new to listening to this program, you can find out all about us over at freetalklive.com. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki and Richie Rich. Uh, we have things to talk about. Sure do. We should probably talk about them then. We probably should, but before we do, oh, before we do, Free Talk Live is brought to you by Forkfest with a capital F, happening June thirteenth through sixteenth at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. Forkfest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Forkfest is decentralized, so there is no ticket cost, and no one is in charge. For more information and to connect with other attendees, you can visit the unofficial website, forkfest.party. That's forkfest.party. I'll be there. Come hang out. It'll be Sweet. fun. It'll be fun. It was I'll fun last there. year. It was fun last year. Although, to be fair, Nikki, I think between the two of us, we were responsible for a large portion of yeah, fun. Probably. <laughs> you were responsible for a larger portion than I was, but Yeah, I brought like a hundred people there. <laughs> you did. And uh I was the only sort of musical act yeah. of Forkfest. Yeah. Uh I mean there were other people that had like, you know, the acoustic guitar on the campfire, kumbaya yeah, stuff, whatever. Right, that kind of thing. But like Yeah, but you had like a whole rock show. I had like large speakers that could blow yeah. in the whole campground if I nice if I, yeah. and I'd like barely I, I used maybe <laughs> I turned them up to like two but they go up to 11 they do and then like another campsite like further a little further up from where ours was after the thing was done she was like um are you guys gonna be doing that every day because like you know yeah i roll yeah Yeah. like whatever no karen it's like yeah you're like i wasn't going to but now i am yes yeah now that you mention it yeah um there's gonna be a phenomenal fee like i'll stop like, I don't even necessarily have anything planned. I was going to try and do something for 
the Porcupine Freedom Festival. Yeah. But they saw fit to uh, ban me from their chat room. Really? Uh, because I posted Why? a link to my music video for It's Time, which is. And they banned you? Which was made at four. And by people at, at the Porcupine Yeah, Freedom which Festival. is probably why you posted it in that chat, correct? Yeah, I posted yeah. it in the Porkfest attendees chat. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. And Dra- they banned you? Drama ensued. That's why they're Porkfest now. Drama ensued. Yeah, and they are. And, um, they were like, and they were like, well, yeah, okay, the chat's probably not appropriately named. It's really supposed to be about stuff that's upcoming this coming pork fest and i'm like well so? i was planning on playing live at but like i was yeah. gonna i was gonna try and get some my friends bands from seattle yeah. to fly out or something like that or uh i know this no. uh all ac or all female acdc tribute band i was gonna try yeah. to get come out ac ac you know? oh they're called hell's oh, bells okay yeah yeah yeah. I, yeah you've told me about them before yeah. and that's the thing not to just rip on pork fest because i'll be there and you know no, i'll be there too i'm just saying I'll that like, them anyway i was gonna plan yeah. something for the porcupine freedom festival but no yeah not. well the the my point is there's a bunch of different pork fest chats on like signal telegram whatever yes and they're all for very specific things and if you talk about the wrong thing in the wrong chat you'll get banned yeah. and and they have like which is a what whole... happened to me because i'm not really that active in the pork fest chats or whatever no so and, and me either so i i posted something and it was like within seconds they had their their mods the mods came and deleted my comment, yeah. and I was scolded. To be fair, and I'm like, come on, like they're taking it a little too seriously. To, like, to be fair, they got power, and it's going to their heads. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, I didn't get banned like immediately. It wasn't until after. Um, uh, it was a, a thing. A, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, somebody you know, uh, also you know they heard about like they were like they just took it down right and they or moved it to another room instead of yeah. letting people see it or whatever. And I complained. And then somebody else heard about it, and they're like, well, I'll post it there, too. And so they posted it. So, like, in essence, they were kind of being trolled after they, they took it down and told me I couldn't As post they it should there. Be. As they should be. And then, like, not only was I, but this other person was removed from that particular chat as well. Yeah, so. it's just a little too uh, fascist. And I'm just like, where else? <laughs> like, like if if your chat room is inappropriate, inappropriately named, change the name of the chat room. Yeah, I have a lot of criticisms about, and, it, and really it is. So I go to a lot of festivals, and I have a lot of complaints about all of them. Um, more no, usually I'm going to music festivals, right? Yeah. So it's it's Live Nation that is ruining the music oh, festivals yeah, yeah. for me with the the cashless yeah. and the threats and yeah. the the security and the clear backpacks and all the you know the security theater whatever. Um, so in in a greater context, like compared to all of. The majority of the festivals I'm yeah, going yeah. to, Pork Fest is very chill, and awesome, like and, such a yeah, good time, yeah. laid back. Agreed. But compared to what Pork Fest used to be and how chill and laid back it used to be, now it seems like the people that are running it sometimes go a little too far. Like I get trying to keep the peace and you know, yeah. whatever, like be professional and coordinate stuff, but they don't have to have such a tight grip on. Like Pork Fest will just naturally happen. And you don't like they're they're acting like it's this huge stressful thing, and it's like yeah, because you're making it this huge stressful thing. If you just chilled out a little bit, libertarians, let, man, big fish, small pond. It, well, yeah, and, but it's it's but, just so ironic. But it's to like, your oh point, this is why Fork Fest with a capital F exists, yeah, right? True that. Fork Fest is the um, it, it is a fork off of this. It's it's trying to be uh, the more free version, the the less. Uh, 
mm, the less oppressive version. I don't know what to you know. What and to say. thus far like, successful because no one's in charge. Right, that's exactly. the point. Right, there's yeah, no yeah, organizer. Yeah. Right. So that being said, if you're coming to Forkfest, like don't expect to just be a spectator. You can certainly do that. Like I would prefer if you're coming to Forkfest that you plan an event. Yeah, or, and you can even do that at Porkfest too. You, can. you know yes, what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. and and you can do both. Just and, don't do it in the chat room, and and likely, <laughs> Just, yeah, do it. No, do it in the correct chat room. Oh, yeah. like like myself and uh, the the same person uh, as last year will be at the same site. We'll have the same big ass tent. Yep. that we did. I'll probably have the same bar that Over I had the there last year. Yeah, you know that kind of a the kind of a thing. So that that will likely be uh what i i don't you know i haven't really planned anything out in advance but if i think of something more creative or if i think of something we can do even within that right that that could still happen so uh you know mark your calendars it it, it is fun i had the best time last year i really yeah. did well that was your first pork fest right cuz um, you usually just do pork fest with it it was my first full one Okay. So like previously I did uh you know fork fests and, or uh, you know a couple of days of pork fest and then fork fest but like yeah. this past year I I went for both for the entire time I think yeah. it was 10 or 11 nice. days or whatever it was uh I stayed the whole entire time uh and great fun mm-hmm. great fun oh my god and I met so many awesome people that you know uh, I met people that like I had heard of and they had heard of me oh, that's but we cool. had never physically yeah, met you cool. know in in meet space or whatever you know mm-hmm. so uh, that was a lot of fun too. Is like, oh, you're the captain. Oh, you're so and so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. great. You and know? there, there are a lot of people that come to Pork Fest every year from out of state. So, like, of course, we have yeah. like our core, like New Hampshire people that you might see at meetups and whatever. Like people you see like several times throughout the year. But then there's also like, oh, I only see you once a year at this thing. Right. So it's always like really fun and exciting it is a to little see those bit friends like, as well. Like a family reunion of it sorts. Totally fe- yeah, it totally it's, feels it's like that. It's got that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we should probably take some calls. Uh, let's go to Tim in Florida. Tim, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Um, if I was Listening to Dave Ridley, uh, that was him talking about nuclear weapons, correct? And stealing property from the rightful owner, yes. Yeah, that was Ridley right. and so, Richie Rich in that discussion. Yeah, so it's funny that that conversation came up because I I think it was last night, uh, you know, a THC-induced, uh, you know, I was imagining a scenario oh, well, where man. everyone had a nuclear weapon in the world, Okay. right? Sure. And and basically, you know, like, is that more frightening? So so the thing is, if one nuclear weapon exists, if, if one nation, one person has one nuclear weapon, there exists the possibility of a nuclear detonation. Um, so my question is, if everyone has a nuclear weapon, is the probability of nuclear detonation more likely or is it exactly the same? I would say more likely. Because you're going, you're going to have an irresponsible nuclear weapon owner who <laughs> yes. gets stoned or has a THC epiphany and stumbles around and presses the button, and you'll have a you'll have a negligent discharge of a nuclear weapon, and at that point, damage has been done, and he ought to be held somehow responsible posthumously. But until such time. Just leave people alone to own the property that they've rightfully acquired, even if it's a nuclear weapon. Like, in in my mind, the nuclear weapon is, that's a large bullet, right? 
So, like, whatever you say about nuclear weapons must be consistent with what your thoughts are on owning firearms. Or property. It's just property. It is just property. I don't even I don't like, even have to link it to firearms. Like like could, I could own a nuclear weapon or a radio. Or a tank. Or a tank. Yeah. Or a water bottle. Right. And it's mine. Right. And if you try and take it from me, like you're the enemy. Right. That's wrong. Right. right. You're in the wrong. Like I'm I'm not gonna kill like thousands of people with this water bottle, but I could bash someone over the head with it. So right. it's a danger. It's a threat. Right. But as long as I don't, you ought leave me alone. Well, so here's uh, so what Dave Ridley I think failed to. Um, I'm thinking of a word here and I can't think of it, but uh, basically what he failed to describe was the difference. Um, and I'm not saying I agree or disagree with 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 Ridley or you, um, but I think what he was trying to describe was uh, there are certain weapons that have no legitimate use. Now your argument would be that in an unused state, you would still have the right to own it. And I understand your argument from that perspective. Yeah, I don't have to um, justify my ownership to anybody as legitimate yeah. or illegitimate. It is mine. Right. But so in the case of like a, a normal firearm or even an automatic firearm, there are scenarios where you could you could say, I'm using this as self-defense uh, with without the intent of creating a civilian casualty. Uh, but in the case of a nuclear weapon, I think Ridley's argument, and he can correct me at some future point, would be that there's you're going to have civilian casualties. It's a guarantee, and that's that's the difference. And and that so it's not you cannot precisely you know a bullet can be precise if you're a good marksman, right? If you, you're you're still comparing it to to other weapons rather than just a piece of property. Well, and also, I don't think it's technically it wouldn't be like guaranteed other casualties if you don't detonate it. Well, like and, if he if he just has it and he's like, I just like this right. thing and I like to look at it. Well, and and they tested the yeah. atomic bomb out in the desert, right there. There are places where you can detonate these things without bringing harm to anybody. Well, and that it's might been be done. up for debate, but fair, well, fair in enough. the desert, fair enough. I yeah, mean, I mean radiation, whatever. I, I but yeah, okay. as far and, as we I know, yeah. Your well, I understand your argument as, you know, possessing it, or I didn't even think of, you know, uh, basically a testing range where there were no, uh, you know, you know. Because no I don't have to justify it. That's the difference. Right. I don't need your judgment to tell me whether or not I'm allowed to own something, right? It's right. none of your business. It is mine, and, and if you try to take it from me, then you're the threat. You are the enemy. But so so Ridley was basically coming back to a concept that already exists in law, and I can't remember what what the classification is, but it's basically uh, TNT, for example, um, certain forces, right? Uh, it legally speaking, and, uh, and you can say it's it's wrong or it's right, but but legally speaking, it's a it's on a level of destruction that they say, well, you need a license and you need a reason to use it. You know, like if you're using it to build a road or something. And, and that, is an ab- guns too. that is an abridgment of freedom. That is an abridgment of an individual's liberty to tell them that they need permission and justification to own a piece of property. That's anti-freedom. That's anti-liberty. Because tech- like how, it, from my perspective, how would that be different than being like, well, you need this license to have a gun. Or anything. Or a suppressor or, or whatever. Or a toaster, Daryl. Yeah. 
Yeah, I hear you. It doesn't matter. I don't care what the item is. If you tell me I can't own a thing, like you are the threat, you are the anti-freedom, you are the anti-liberty message in that debate. And I, I don't really have anything to add, or I, I don't have a counter-argument. Uh, actually, with you, Richard, Rich, there was one other uh, issue I did want to bring up, and that was involving you had three bets with Ricky from the Commonwealth, <laughs> and one of, those, one of those bets I have, a, I think you, I think you put yourself into a, a situation where nobody can win the bet. Okay, and that was hold, hold on one second. Hold yeah, on, on one second. Yeah, he's bringing up the the the. I, to, I wrote a note down. Itinerary. This is real. I wrote a it note is, down. Yeah. I wrote a note down, and I sent this to Peakless, and he didn't respond to me. So this is my understanding of the bet. Okay. And if I'm wrong, I need someone to correct me so I can correct my note. Okay. This is the bet with Ricky for anyone listening. By mid, by the middle of 2025, okay. the national average for gas will meet or exceed ten dollars per gallon. By the end of 2025, the value of the U.S. dollar will equal zero. By the end of 2026, the United States is a third world country. Each of these, uh, each of these criteria, we are betting five dash. So I'm going to put 15 dash okay. into escrow with Peakless. Yeah. And Ricky is going to put 15 dash into escrow with Peakless by the beginning of 2025. And each, each one of those criteria is a five dash bet. Now, which one? Which one of those uh, did you think uh, won't have a winner? So the problem is the second bet. Can you can you repeat the second bet? The value of the U.S. dollar equals zero. Zero what? Oh, right. Okay. Well, zero like like the purchasing power is zero. You can't buy anything with the U.S. dollar. So right, well, the 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 cash certificate, the U.S. dollar. Yeah, it is has you can't buy anything. It's just now. It's just that, another piece that of paper. Would be fair. Yeah, that would be fair. Uh, so if you if you can absolutely buy nothing with it, then then you could say it's worth zero of anything. Right. Um, I can't really see that ever being provable. Well, that's uh, why I took the one. bet. <laughs> so because if this... I if I can buy anything with a dollar, I win the bet. Okay, so you're on the opposite side of those statements. Right. So if 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 uh if the national average for gas meets or exceeds $10 per gallon, Ricky wins. Okay. okay if the I'm, value of the US dollar equals 0. I thought zero, it was the other way around. No, no, no. Ricky wins. Okay. If the United States is well, a third world country, Ricky wins. If if none of those criteria are, are met, I win the bet. We'll see. Or individually I can win like one or two and lose the third or whatever. Yeah. Clear yeah, as mud. I mean, you know, if 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 you could spend one hundred dollars to buy a loaf of bread, then you could, you know, you could quantify a dollar. And That's you, why I took the bet. You wouldn't be able to say it was zero. It right. Would be a I fully intend yeah. to win that portion of the bet. Yeah. Okay. That might have been the first one I agreed to because of how uh, how easy it's going to be to win. The gas one's a little bit up in the air. I'm like, ah, I'm actually not sure about that one. That <laughs> Ten dollars a gallon. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Well, that's, I mean, that's it's already close in California. It's like seven. Well, the national average. National average. Oh, yeah, you're right. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. I think, we'll I, think, see. I think there's going to be a lot of like, uh, like, yeah. like ducks and other birds in parks who, who go hungry because now the, uh, know. You know, the stale heel of the bread loaf is, is it's like a dollar or something, <laughs> you know, just for the heel. Ugh. Anything else? Yeah, so um, when when I was in middle school, there was a, a, 
cartoon on Nickelodeon called Doug. Yeah. Oh, I have all of those on my hard drive somewhere. Okay. okay. And, uh, you, do you Patty remember Doug's uh, best friend's name was Skeeter? It was. Oh, I oh, forgot about that. God. Oh my gosh, I forgot about oh, that. And, don't, and the bully good. was Roger. No, that's good. Him. Oh no, but that's... Well, the second time I've heard Skeeter in my life was on this show. So I just wanted to bring that up. And I remember his first call. I think it was a couple of years ago. I'm not sure. Was he calling but, uh, a couple of years ago? Uh, I, I don't know. It might have been a year ago, a year and a half ago. But but I've talked to him in chat. And uh, we've oops, had some interesting that. conversations in chat, you know, one-on-one. Whether or not it makes good radio is a, is a different question. But sure. anyway, have, you, have you been converted to, uh, what is it, in, uh, um it's your boy. Evolutionary, Evolutionary capitalism. capitalism. Yeah, yeah. You like I had, had to like I had to go through the the progressive stick. Yeah. Well, so so I guess it was yesterday, and I'm I'm not actually giving him a hard time. I just thought it was it gave me a chuckle yesterday. Mm. Uh, your your guest said something about autism, and he said that uh, as uh, people with Aspergers were the Oh, well, how do you put it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said that something that was a little selected. So, so my version of it is, uh, you know, Asperger's, uh, the chosen people in the autistic religion of evolutionary capitalism, right? <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, he would probably say that he's he's admitted uh... to being like on the spectrum. No, yeah, that's what he was saying yesterday. Yeah. He said, um, I don't know what he said, but he's an Aspie. He's an autist. Yeah. Well, uh, whatever I it is. Could have, uh, clearly. Like, a two-hour conversation with that dude myself. I could have a two-hour conversation with him because, like, I've run... I'm going to assume you're also on the spectrum, then. No, I'm not oh, saying that. I think okay. a lot of people throw the spectrum uh, term around loosely without, you know... I agree with that. Yeah, it seems like everybody like, has autism nowadays. A lot, well, and don't get me wrong, a lot of people that I interact with legitimately do, but it's like, nowadays, it's like, you know insert anything here you're even slightly neurodivergent and it's like oh i have autism but yep. but scooter has admitted it and i don't know how anybody not on the spectrum could have a two-hour conversation with that guy well it's it's like it's like judaism you know it's an identity that's all okay i couldn't talk for two hours with a jew about judaism either like i i do not have okay. that in me well see it's not that far off i could okay. talk to him about brisket though man Okay. Like I just I thought they didn't like brisket. Jewish people? Isn't it? They make a hell of a brisket. Oh right, that's cow. Sorry. I'm getting my animals mixed up. Just don't just don't have a ham sandwich with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. the the thing. And like I just like brisket. Like I like uh, How could they have such brisket, good delis and not have you know, ham? It doesn't, it doesn't, it, yeah. As long as it's delicious. That's all I care about. Okay. <laughs> but you can have that conversation with anybody though. That's true. It's, if you yeah. it's, if it's yeah. about brisket. Yeah. It doesn't matter but if you're on Jewish the spectrum. Jewish moms, I, I now I'm remembering they I, do stereotypically make good brisket. And, and I would just thing. I would just want to quiz them about their recipe and their yeah. prep techniques and you know how they make it so damn delicious. Okay. <laughs> Fair well, enough. So what, one last thought before I drop off the line up. here. Oh, so one of the conversations I was having with Skeeter in the chat was actually, you know, he was criticizing Mises, and and I've actually read some Mises, and, and the the irony is. Uh, he basically says, oh, yeah, you know, I debunked all of Mises' uh, theorems. <laughs> all right, hang on, dude. Hang on, hang on. More Free Talk Live is coming up. We'll see if we can figure out what the heck Tim was trying to say here. 603-283-6160.
This hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Rising fees have made Bitcoin useless for purchases, but Dash continues to have fees less than one cent per transaction, and its features ensure Dash is undefeated as the most useful cryptocurrency in the marketplace. From a technical standpoint, Dash transactions are irreversible and its network is protected from 51% attacks by their Chainlocks technology. There's no need to wait for a confirmation before considering a Dash transaction complete, so it's great for merchants. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. Big thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. Dash.org. Maybe one of your better ones. I, it's been saved up for months. Yeah, it's my first solo shot in a long time. Yeah, he's yeah. been practicing. Yeah, yeah. Do you in, on the way to to the studio? Do you practice in the car? No, but I mean, it's also it's you know, <laughs> you get your you get your reps in just to me me it's, me me me. It's me, also how I intro my podcast because it's my shtick. Yeah. So ah. I you know it's it's a once a week thing for me regardless. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like the uh, the group version, but yeah. that's no, just that's my fine. my personal preference on on that one. Uh, although. After having seen the uh, uh, the thing with which inspired you for this shtick, uh, it has a different meaning now than it did yes. previously, but uh, either way, it is Free Talk Live. The telephone number here is 603-283-6160. We've got some callers on hold. We'll get to those momentarily. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. Nikki. And Richie Rich. Let's, uh, let's bring Tim back on because he was trying to say something. Uh, and the bumper yeah. music was kicking in, and uh, he didn't get to finish his thought, and I'm not sure anybody heard him. So go ahead, Tim. That's okay. I'll wrap this up because I'm sure Skeeter is waiting on the line. Um, and I'm I'm not insulting the dude, uh, but I just wanted to bring up the you. fact that in one of our chat conversations, which at some point the whole thing got cleared and I didn't have a, a chance to save it or ever respond to him again, but uh, he had basically dismissed uh, Ludwig von Mises is a crackpot, and oh, I've I've debunked Ludwig von Mises just like he de- debunks everything because he says so. Um, <laughs> right. But then at a later date on the radio, he used the same exact logic as Ludwig von Mises. Ooh. And what was that? Justify the government, which is the sole purpose of protecting. Check this out: the anarchistic state of the market. And, and so my point, my point being is that he contradicts himself all the time, and I don't think he realizes it. So I will say this about Scooter as well. Then, um, even if he were right, like let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt that he has debunked all these things. He's the the preeminent evolutionary capitalist. Evolutionary capitalism capitalism is the way of the future. Like we'll grant him all that. He is such a terrible communicator of his own ideas <laughs> that it will not take off anywhere. Yeah. 
That's a good point. Like Marx was better because at least you still have Marxists out there. And those ideas were crap, but they persist. Scooter's ideas might be good, but he himself, the man, is such a terrible messenger of his own message that he will have no followers. I thought he just didn't understand it, but you're right. Maybe he just doesn't know how to like articulate I don't think it. he understands it, but even if he's right, he can't articulate it properly yeah. enough to get anyone else on board. All right. Anything else, Tim? Uh, no, th- no, that's it for now. We we can address this at a future point. Hey, man, we appreciate you listening, and thanks for the call, man. 603-283-6160. Uh, let's go over here to Ulrich from La Commonwealth. Ricky, you're on Free Talk Live. Thank you there, Brother Captain. Brother Richie. Sister Nicky, good evening. Good evening. Yep. Well, I got so much stuff tonight, you know. But I did want to say, like last night, you said about how to best describe Free Talk Live. And I have to admit, Captain, after about 1,400 phone calls, and anybody that has heard any of my calls throughout 2017, the best way to describe Free Talk Live is, is Free Talk Live. <laughs> well, like, aren't no you doubt. the greatest communicator of that idea it's, as well? It's in the name, man. Uh, somebody had to do it. Damn it, Richie. I couldn't resist. And it's the truth. You know, and Brother Ian's genius is will never be surpassed, no doubt. But a couple things come to mind, actually. Now, hopefully I can get into the gist of my call. But, you know, Brother Tim, I got to thank you. See, a drug-induced genius will also not be surpassed because you got Richard talking. And that being said, I do want to clarify something. Just so we have the bet ironclad, yes, it is five dash per bet. That was Rich's brilliant idea because it's all about the money. And then you have, I actually said July uh, for uh, the first bet. Then okay. it will go to $10. And I may have gotten a little high, but hell with it. All right. Uh, you needs the money. got high? No. So July no, 2025, the national average for gas. That's well, it. damn it, Captain, I am from New Hampshire, and I am going to bring my campaign manager with me, and we will definitely get far out, and I will take you down the rabbit that's, hole That's a euphemism world. now? Like, we're okay. going to hang I'm, out with the campaign I'm, I'm changing my notes. I'm changing my notes. July 2025, national average for gas meets or exceeds $10 a gallon. Right, now here's the okay. rest of it. For And I'm glad Brother Tim got this out there. Now the rest of it is, I'm going to talk to Brother Jay. He may have some insight, or for that matter, Peekless. I do think you're right, Richie. The best way to look at it is the damn thing will not be usable. Now here's, the, by the end of 2025, now here's the key. Here's where you made a mistake. It gets even better. Because I didn't say by the end of 2026. I said by the end of the first quarter of 2026 for the third bet. Okay. End of okay. I'll, I'll amend it. End of first quarter, 2026. United States now is a third world country. Now the question is, Richard, does that make you feel better or worse about that particular bet? Uh, I'm indifferent. I think I'm going to win all three. Um, I just wanted to get the language. I wanted to get the language right, so that when we, so that when I submit this to Peakless officially. That you know we're we're all on the same page. So July twenty twenty five national average for gas. Richie, What's that? And all honestly, Richie, I've, I mean you may want to possibly listen to the the Thursday night of the morning that Saudi Arabia and Egypt joined BRICS. Because I talked to Brother Ian that night and I went through my analysis. You may want to take a listen to that. The Thursday night Free Talk Live show. 
Iraq. The way you Saudi talked Arabia about and, what happened that morning in Saudi Arabia. If you well, think you know you're going to get me it, to well, back out of any of these bets, you are mistaken. Did you hear well, that, Ricky? Well, you know what it is? I was ashamed that it took me so long, but I explained that it was the BRICS alliance and it was all a plan since the uh, since Great Britain left uh, the EU to protect the pound sterling. That wasn't even a lie. But you might want to take a listen to that, Richie. Now, the fact of the matter Just make is, sure you have your 15 dash to peakless at the agreed upon time. Well, I, I did say I'll have that at the beginning of 2025, and I'm a man of my word. And I've got that in the notes Richie. as well. Thank you very much, Ricky from the Commonwealth. You make it very happy. Now, on to other things. <laughs> you know, it's funny. You know, you're talking tonight, Captain, about cursing. Yep. And one thing about Ricky from the Commonwealth, his mouth is uh, quite pleasantly, casually filthy on a regular basis. And you know what's funny? He's also when eaten some five-star Thai food. Huh? I said you've also eaten some five-star Thai food. You've got to be careful Maybe. with the sausage I, in those. I probably though. have. But the fact of the matter is, I when I was campaigning uh, in 17, I didn't, you know, curb my language. And the funny thing I, I find out, Captain, is, you know, you talk about yourself around people, and I've done it. I mean, I talk around people, yeah. and I don't think about this, you know, as any words. Because to me, I think of a special word. Any word that you can use in place of all the other words has to be special. You know, and I use that word very casually, but very rarely. I don't know about you, Captain, but I'm sure you will agree that very rarely, except in jest, do I use that word at somebody. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, I've been in a situation where I'm in a, a grocery store and I'm looking at a glass jar of pickles oh. and, and it slipped out of my hand. And broke all over the floor. I thought it was going to be when they asked if you wanted to make a donation. No, I meant like you're not going to say it at a person, not at a jar of pickles. I'm saying, you know. No, but I'm just saying like it was crowded. There's lots of people around, kids included. And I just go, oh, F. Right. And like pretty loudly. You say, you say like F Richie. Yeah, like directed towards. You're not going to say that except in um, no, no, that's not necessarily true. Whenever uh, Steve Classic and I went to... uh, uh, and and another person went to view uh, midget wrestling. Uh, <laughs> there was there was a lady there who was claiming that Mr. Classic uh, was a big liar, big oh, fat liar, yeah. liar person or whatever. And uh, well, that's I, I I set her I set her straight, and she yeah was she like, deserved it. She was like blah blah blah. She didn't care that you know we were in the right and we had the evidence to prove it. And she just kept insulting him. And I stood up for my friend, and I'm like, hey, f you. Yeah. Like two or five, well, and I and and I I, I even about. flipped her I even flipped her the bird. I'm like, hey, yeah. f you. And somebody I from the background was like, the other day. somebody from the you background know. was like, was like, oh, what? An event promoter didn't give you the right seat? Say it isn't so, right? You know, talking to her, right? Like, yeah, you know. So anyway, go ahead. Well, I mean, I will say that I also find you may find this interesting. I think where you get what I'm saying, anyways. I mean, generally speaking, it's in jest. I may even say it to you at some point, Captain. That probably will happen. I mean, I will be in jest. I will greet my friends. Hey, you you old effer, you know, or something like that. I think in those cases, it's in jest. Yeah. Well, I use son of a bitch myself, and I know I can say that on radio. You just did. No doubt, no doubt. Hey, Richie, even, hey, speaking of that, 
Richie even lets me know that I can say that Kevin McCarthy is a pussy. Well, I want to inform everybody. I just heard on the news today. You know, the new the newest oh, member God. of the Kevin McCarthy is a pussy club. That would be Ron DeSantis or DeSantis or whatever the hell his name is now. You know, it's really damn pathetic. You know, what the hell is wrong with these people? You know, I really, I really don't they're get politicians. it. They're politicians. Yeah, they're, they're, they're politicians. They're power hungry. They're generally uh, narcissistic. And uh, they want to rule over you. But they have no dignity. You, you got to give he... that up to become a politician, man. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. I do. Richie, you are incorrect. I am Ricky from the Commonwealth. Uh, I will say you're Are you now? I will say that you're wrong. You don't say. Go on. I am, no doubt. No Go doubt. on. Politicians with different guests. But, but, but back on the cursing. You know, oh, okay. I mean, I have to admit, the people I meet on an everyday basis, I will say, generally speaking, because I, I look at myself and I put myself out there as the ultimate example of a Pennsylvanian. I mean, I, I eat like one. I talk like one. I very much am a throwback. But the fact of the matter is the people that I meet every day, the other members of the Commonwealth, they, ca- they curse very casually. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is every now and then you will meet a jackass that will say, hey, you know, what you're saying is disrespectful. To who? I said, like, to who? You know, I said, well, it doesn't sound very intelligent. And I point out, let me explain something to you. I have an IQ of 171. And, I, and this is the way I talk. And I really do not have an interest in putting forth thought expenditure to change the way I speak for you. And that's where I will say that word in manner, in manner to a person. And I have just recently. You should just tell them that your language uh, meets your audience where they are. Right? Well, that's the thing, you know, because I look at Trump's uh, rallies and he'll say a little curse word. No, believe me, anybody that knows me and will talk to me, and if you're around me for five minutes, uh, I promise you, you know, this is how I talk. And I don't plan to talk any different. Now, one of the things I do on the air, and I have done it, I've done my whole spiel about the Civil War where I'll rip through it in like a minute or so. Yeah, let's not get now, that. I have to admit, when I'm Like a real out, Pennsylvanian. Absolutely. When I, and that's what no I doubt. do when I'm out and about. No doubt, Brother Richie. You know, because I, like yeah, I like to use humor. In all honesty, when I get to the part of where, you know, the Union soldiers come down and say, get the hell out. I don't use that word. And then when I say about 1872 and the Reconstruction, and I use the word over, I use another word. And this is the way I talk. And I've never heard anybody ever say I'm offended. Okay. All right. You know, and I think the thing with language is I find these people are very pompous people and they want to say oh well you're not very smart if you do that well i disagree with that actually ricky there's been studies done that shows that you know correlation isn't always causation but there have been studies that suggest that more intelligent people tend to swear more they're usually more honest better friends like there are a lot of positive qualities that come with people who swear more often Yep. And, you know, I, I totally agree with you there, Nikki, because I've, that's been my experience. The people that I find that are saying, oh, you have to watch your language, 
What are they trying to prove, and who the hell are they trying to prove it to? That's the big question. It sure as hell isn't me. My I boss really confuses care. new hires because he won't even say asphalt. Oh, it's, hey, it's, hey, it's Richie, your own asphalt. Oh, Richie, now you got to get dumped. See that, Richie? Why do I have to get dumped? Happen, wasn't it? The the word asphalt is okay. What was it? Asphalt. Asphalt. See, Richie, I got uh, Richie. You know what? I love you, uh, Jack. Ask me your pleasure. You got you got me. But the question is, <laughs> how did Captain, I get I'm you? That's what they paved the dumped? roads with. That's a word. Well, it is asphalt. Well, I know. What would be wrong with it? You My boss me. won't say that, so he gets all the new hires to say asphalt with the S-H. Asphalt. Right. Why? Because he won't say asphalt. Because oh, he doesn't swear. No, no, he doesn't just have a jackass. speech impediment or no, something? No, he just won't say the word. <laughs> Well, it's he too close. Now, that's one of my favorite words, and that's not even a, really a dirty word. I don't believe so. No, it's not. Right. Will he say that? No. Why? Because he doesn't. He does not curse. He does not no say those bad words. But, but, no bad words. But the bigger question is: Is he generally pompous? Generally pompous? Yeah. Is he generally pompous when he's around? Is he generally a pompous son of a bitch? Uh, I, I'm going to say no. Like I don't. I don't find him to be pompous. But in the in, in the grand respect. in the grand scheme of things. Right, like based on the intellect of those who use that language, he is where he should be on that spectrum. Well, that's that. You know what? And it probably is. You see, because I agree with Nikki, my exposure, because I've been around a lot of people, you know, artists and musicians and things of that, and writers and people that have high intellect. And I will agree with her, just like myself. They curse up a storm. And you know what? I mean, I've. I've I've never been a brown brother, Ian, but I bet you his mouth is is plenty filthy, you know. And there's nothing wrong with that. I have heard him curse from time to time. Yeah, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. But like I said, my favorite word is jackass. Jackass is is one of next to that other word I can't say on the air. If it's your favorite word, why don't you change your name? Well, no, I am going to change my name to Ricky from the Commonwealth. You know, I'm not going to change it to that. But you could uh, Donald J. Trump. He already got it. The J does stand for jackass. No, and that was the third if, thing I want to talk about. If jackass is your favorite word, why don't you change your name to jackass from the Commonwealth? In a moment, because moment. because I am definitely not. I am Ricky from the Commonwealth. <laughs> All right. And but if you had nice changed your name, then you would huh? be. Well, actually, the favorite word is the big word that I can't say on the air. Cause how, about, I'll get how about Ricky the Jackass from the Commonwealth? That's his no, wrestling name. No, that's his wrestling that, name. It doesn't have the same flow <laughs> as the others. All right, all right. One thing that's, get, get to your third jackass, thing, Ricky. You've occupied a whole lot of airtime here. Oh, come on now, Captain. But there's one important thing I did want to mention. You know, it's funny. It was back in June, I believe. You know, Brother Ian, you know, I brought up about Donald J. Trump. And I said how he, he, he got these documents and why he wanted them so bad. The J's for Jackass? Because he, well, he wanted to sell them. And he says, oh, Ricky, you're wrong. Now it turns out that guess what? He stole nuclear secrets. Ricky from the Commonwealth isn't very wrong. And I, I don't know if I'd feel so safe about our bet there, Richie. Well, if you don't feel safe, you know, back out now. No, I'm not no, backing I out. You're safe. not going to get me to back no, out. I think I think we need to make this escrow thing happen soon. 
the, well, the, the official rule is by I'm the beginning of next man. year he'll he'll have it to peakless. No, mm. well, Richie likes that because he likes the idea of me waiting longer because the money in Dash will go up. Anyways, I got to set up. You can buy it now. You can buy it whenever you want. You just have to have it in escrow by the beginning of next year. It would behoove you to buy it now if you think it's going to go up. Yeah. What do you mean by escrow? How do you mean by that? We're Uh, both entrusting uh, 15 dash to Peakless Mountaineer. Right. Escrow is just a term that he borrowed from real estate. That I do. I will get my word on the bet right now. Yeah. And and in order to assure that payment is made, you're going to give 15 dash to Peakless Mountaineer in trust. I'm going to give 15 dash to Peakless Mountaineer in trust. Uh, At the conclusion of each time period of the bet, Peakless will redistribute the dash to the winner of the bet. All right. And I guess the deal is that we have that. uh, Is that to be in Peakless's hand by the beginning of 2025? Uh, That's what I wrote down. I thought that's what we agreed to. All right. You can give Peakless my word. A finer you can't. Well, I don't have you don't have to give them your word. You just give them the dash. (laughs) Right. That's. That's how we overcome this. Well, you know, the thing is, Richie, you're a learning experience for me because I have to learn about Dash. And I don't think it should be very hard because I'm going to use the Dash wallet and, you know, I'm just going to get somebody to take a damn picture. I'll be the way, Captain, just for the record, to make it easier, is there any particular exchange that you would recommend that I could buy Dash from? I mean, I don't care about taking a picture. I'll get somebody to do it for me in my ID. Um, I don't really recommend exchanges but uh, he's in pennsylvania it's going to be more difficult i don't know what the hell i'm doing a little bit um i like i could i could name a few but like i don't want to give them any free advertising oh well that sucks coinbase Um, is the big one coinbase is the big one you can probably trust them crypto.com you know they do a lot of advertising they they do a lot of advertising there's two there's two. All right. Well, I won't eat up the air anymore. And, you know, I'm, it's an honor yeah. any time I ever go on the show and make a call and <laughs> talk to people like yourself. Ricky, we appreciate you listening and calling. Have a good night, sir. Uh, 603-283-6160. That was a good Ricky call. That was pretty funny. For Ricky, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt, sister Nikki. I'm getting now. Every time he says no doubt, I just have a picture of like Gwen Stefani that just pops in my head. <laughs> Walking that, in the spider webs. And that, yeah. Leave a message and I'll call you back. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. That's the one. That's the one. She's just a girl. Is she? Just a girl? Yeah. Or is she a talented girl? Ooh. It's not in the song, so. Well, well. I, I, I don't really know much uh, about Gwen Stefani other than she's hot. Okay. That's was, enough. Or at least was. I don't. Yeah. I haven't. She's seen also reason, not a hollaback. Still girl. hot. Yeah, she's not a hollaback girl. She's Just a, a girl, but not a hollaback girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her back is not hollow. Uh, it's not a hollaback. <laughs> yeah. I forget what that means because I haven't heard it, the song in a while. It's but holler back. Holla. Holla. Yeah, holler. With an yeah, like, it's not a hard R. Like, like holla. <laughs> no, no hard R's. <laughs> no hard R's here. On free on, on free talk live. <laughs> It's Emma Fudd. <laughs> I'm driving it's in my car. Wabbit season. Duck season. You turn on the radio. <laughs> you ever hear Elmer Fudd do that that song? No. He basically speaks this song. Uh, it's a, is it a Linda Ronstadt song? It's called Fire. Okay. Right? But he, he does it all at Elma Fudd. Okay. And it's hilarious. 
All right. Dr. Demento. Yeah, that's right. If you guys don't know who Dr. Demento is, and no, Dr. Demento didn't pay me to say anything about this, but... Uh, but he should. He still does a show, drdemento.com. It's not on the radio anymore, right? Uh, so that gives him uh, some leeway uh, with uh, all sorts of things, like... Shouldn't invite oh, him to call in a free he talk can, live. He can play more things with, oh, I don't know, cuss words in it, for example, on his show, because it's internet only now. So uh, if you're still a fan... Uh, or if you want to become a fan, drdemento.com. Because, nice. Uh, that's where Weird Al got his start. Uh, I wouldn't do parody music if it wasn't for Dr. Demento. Like, so that's where you got your start as well? It, right? Well, I isn't mean... That, isn't that what that... To mean? my knowledge, he hasn't played any of my music on his show. Oh, you mean... Okay, I, I misunderstood yeah. you. I thought, like, that's where Weird Al got his inspiration, yes. No, Weird Al got airplay from that's Dr. Cool. Demento, because Dr. Demento had a, a niche show on the radio. Yeah. Where he would play what he likes to call novelty music. Yeah. Right? Music I, that... That's a good way to describe yeah. Weird Al, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. And and the Dr. Demento show, period. And uh, if you do subscribe to his show, he does the thing where like he lets you have access to the archives. Ooh. So if you remember, like I do, uh, being a kid in you know, 1985 or something and listening to the show, you can go find the exact <gasps> show really? where you heard this one song that you've that's never, awesome. you haven't heard since that show or whatever. Right? Oh, so you can, the nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. love that. And so, uh, you know, he went ahead and recorded all of his shows, and they're available to you. And I'm surprised that was even possible. Awesome. Well, so uh, I retained the rights. Yeah. Yeah, right. Also, um, he has an incredible collection of, like, vinyl, of albums and cassettes and CDs and all that kind of stuff. So, 603-283-6160. Still to come, our number two story. The plus, number two story? Plus more of your calls and oh, some other fun stuff. It's the Sunday Night Edition of Free Talk Live. Don't go anywhere. More is coming up. Free Talk Live. You guys are like, and we're back. I'm like, and we're back. Come well, on, I was dude. trying to do the high pitch. I went, and. Maybe you just weren't listening to the rest of the choir. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Maybe I wasn't <laughs> really listening, but you see, I don't speak for the sake of speaking. Well, sometimes I do, I guess. Just reach over and shake her kombucha. That'll teach her. The kombucha mushroom people sitting around all day? What? This is Free Talk Live. Just going to move on. We're a live call-in radio program where you can call in, talk about whatever's on your mind. You Have talk we about- even given out the number? I feel like we didn't give out the number at all. We still I've got given calls. it, like, okay. in fact, right before the break. I, okay. like, are you even listening to the rest of the choir? No. What? <laughs> hey, are you guys even listening to the rest of the choir? What? I just want to know. What? All right. Uh, the telephone number is? 603-283-6160. Very nice. Glad someone's paying attention. In the studio today, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki. And Richie Rich. Uh, let's get this one out of the way. Who can it be now? Libertarians come out and play. Uh-huh. Hello, newer typicals. He's making it's a reference boy. to The Warriors. That's a great movie. Uh, and also, like, Twist- Can You Dig It? Also, Twisted Sister did I a, a take that on that. 
did a that's take the on that movie. for their, their, okay. their follow up album where they did Twisted Sister yeah, that's, that's, come uh, out and play. Movie, uh, I think that movie uh, encompasses uh, what happens when you have uh, anarchy, isn't it? Or the Purge, right? Does it? <laughs> Hey, no, uh, have you even seen like the Purge? Jeez, the Purge is a you? government program. Yeah, the, the Purge is kidding, specifically man. government. I understand it's specifically a government program, and because people weren't purging, the government <laughs> created false flags by sending out government agents to purge to get people in the mood for purging. Like, it's a totally government program. It's the exact opposite <laughs> of anarchy. Relax, homie. I, <sighs> I was just joking. Dang. I understand libertarianism. I, I'm just, you know... I don't think you do. Pride. I do. That's why I debunked Mises. But uh sounds like you're so boy we've heard. Too, but it uh, sounds like you didn't though. I didn't I didn't I didn't understand uh, well, Do you I'm know what the word debunk private. means? Yeah. What does it mean? Uh, Give disprove. us a definition. Disprove or invalidate an argument. How about that, okay? How nah, have up. you debunked Mises? <laughs> By laughing cackling. Uh, first, Oh, this this is what I called about, but so you gotta let me get to it. Uh, I don't have to let you do anything, sir. Well, if you have integrity, if your show is really free talk live of uh, of a free. Oh, you've gotten plenty of airtime, my friend. You don't get to produce the show. You're lucky I even let you. Oh, you're highly censored, and I never get to what I want to talk about. But but everybody uh, else does. You're a terrible caller. Super annoying. So one thing is uh, because I get interrupted so much. no one gives a le- can give a lecture while they're being interrupted, but uh, yeah. You're I, not supposed I, to give so, a lecture. It's this not is a called, conversation. It's not called lecture talk live. Would you be patient with me? I got Asperger's. <laughs> so we've heard. We've, we've been way more than patient with you, sir. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to call about contradiction um, because uh, you guys make so many of them. And so does the Austrian school because you're you're building all... Oops. I was queuing that up. <laughs> Please. You want to hear a contradiction real quick? Are you going to talk I again a, and contradict yourself? No, no. Oh. It's, it's you, Rich. I got Go a ahead. clip of you. Okay, ready? It's just a quick, funny one. It doesn't work. You, you can absolutely apply numerical value to it if that were my goal. That is not my goal, and it doesn't have to be my goal. Oh, my god! I gosh. do not have to own property for the sheer benefit of profit. Well, how is that a contradiction? You don't think about anything but money. Of course I know. I'm Richie Rich. That's all I think about. <laughs> okay. Right. How do you explain that. It, uh, <laughs> I really only think about money, and yet I'm able, and yet I, I am able to see the other point of view that some people don't apply value to. Hang on, hang on. I got a question for Squidward here. Uh, Scooter, no, but, uh, Scooter, I mean, did was, you just play back? That one too. Did you just play back a portion of the show? Off of cassette? I thought I heard you click the play <laughs> button on, like, a cassette boombox. Yeah. I'm old, so I, I'm uh, technophobic. And, uh, How old are you? Huh? How old are you? Uh, I'm in my 60s. <clears throat> no. I'm in my 60s. No, you're not. But I have uh, other contradictions I want to talk about, so... Um, are you still considering you know, that a contradiction, though? Yeah, no, I'm confused about how that I was, was half, a contradiction. Yeah, what was the? Con- I was half joke because he he immediately you know he's talking about he's putting the hypothetical in terms of himself and he's talking about yeah I don't have to own land I don't have to own it's just yeah it's just a joke I know it's, I was I using a hypothetical doing, situation to debunk someone else's argument yeah but you put it in terms of yourself so who cares kind of it's funny an example when, when the next clip 
Is, is this the equivalent of somebody taking somebody's, you know, a Twitter post out of context and then yeah, reposting it's it? Yeah. Just, it's just it's not even, it doesn't even have to be out of context. I was providing an example of how value can be listed without having a numeric value to it and also saying that that's not how I live my life. I'm just half joking. Okay. okay. Half well, joking. Then, so half joking. I understood that. So ask, well, that was, like, that's zero have, funny. Ask what was the, the point? Yeah, I, ask I, the I other have, half where the contradiction is. You said, do you want to hear a contradiction? contradictions. I, I have real contradictions. You're, you're a walking you're, contradiction. You're a, I don't no, know. Maybe, no, maybe, maybe, maybe you're, green, green, maybe you're, you're confined to a wheelchair. I don't know. Maybe you're a rolling contradiction. I don't think ANCAPs have a grasp of logic. I've heard I heard you, you know, talk, say logical fallacies like... I forgot, like, evidence of absence is not absence of evidence. I heard Richie Ritz. I mean, all these stuff are contradictions because it is evidence of absence. I mean, uh, but anyways, I have real contradictions keyed up. Ready? Nope. (laughs) I'm sure not. Let's go to, uh, I believe this is Jet calling. Jet, you're on Free Talk Live. Yes, I'm jetting around. Um, Are you gallivanting? Heard you guys guys talking about... uh, how other people shouldn't be able to have anything to say about property, you know, what what you own and how you use it, that kind of thing. Yeah. So that prompts me to call in about my favorite topic, which is the grand delusion. <laughs> the idea that pretty much everybody, most people in this world, believe that certain other humans who are not morally or intellectually superior somehow have the right or privilege or whatever to tell you what you can and cannot own, use. Yeah, that person was Dave Ridley at the beginning of the show. (laughs) He was was saying something like that? I think Jet's referring to, uh, you know, this this organization, this institution. I know. But it was also Dave Ridley at the beginning of the show. Okay, well, I wasn't wasn't tuned in then, so... um, for those just uh, tuning in, it was I'm Dave Ridley at every, the beginning of the show. Okay. <laughs> I'll listen to that later. Uh, every hour that uh, you guys are on the air, you have this opportunity to mention this thing in this way. And I'm not sure, did he say this similarly, that uh, this delusion gang are just other people who have no more right to do anything than you or I did? He was talking like that. No, he was saying that. Uh, I shouldn't. I should be prohibited from owning a thing because he deemed it unnecessary. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, we know that's false. It's like then anybody can decide that anybody should have or have not. I yeah, mean, you, no you would think someone with the credentials and liberty as Dave Ridley would understand that, but apparently, it has to be learned again. Well, on the one hand, you know, when you expand it out to the nuclear weapon thing you know you would it would be nice to be able to have a way to contain those people <laughs> you can, why but then but then who and how and yeah did they be, do anything to you nice. to cause you to need to contain them is there sheer well, ownership of a of a piece of property like a threat to your life liberty well you even mentioned earlier i think that uh that there's going to be someone who is irresponsible. Yeah. Right? Well, that's the human condition, live, man. People drink and drive away from these people. People flag others with their firearms. 
People reach down for a penny on the seat of their car and swerve off the road, right? People act irresponsibly all the time, and we don't deprive them of life, liberty, and property until they harm someone else. Oh, yeah. And and I'm totally on board, except okay. I guess this is the one topic that, that uh, brings us to the question, how can someone um, have possession of something which could be devastating to millions of people all at one time. Purchase it on the black um, market. <laughs> I don't care right, how. And, uh, and I'm sure they exist right now, as a matter of fact. Um, plenty of them. But uh, that, that's, that seems to be the one topic, the one thing. Every other thing, even if it's a missile or a tank or whatever, every other thing seems to be able to contain but my point is, in in all events, who are who would it be that has the moral or intellectual superiority to be able to say whether you can or you can't? Well, according to Dave That's Ridley, it's been... Dave Ridley. Oh. The, the short answer is nobody. Right. Yeah. So that's why that's why I like to call in and just say, hey. If you wouldn't mind, you know, once every hour, just mention that these are just other people. They have no more right than you or I to, to tell us to do anything, what we can have, what we can do. Um, and it just just bugs me when I see people falling into this thing. Who who should we vote for? Who should we elect yeah. to be able to tell us what we can do? And I'm going, nobody. It bugs me more yes. when I hear it from somebody with liberty credentials. Well, I expect that just, from normies and muggles. Maybe he was just bringing up the topic. I'll have to listen to it as far as okay. as far as a topic of discussion versus something where he really felt. Uh, I don't know. If if he we was only that? doing it as, as a topic of the, of discussion, uh, he was very well convicted. Okay. Well, so my question to you guys is: Do you guys feel? threatened there on the air as far as being able to say things like these are just other people why do we pay attention to them they have no more right i mean would, would you be afraid to say those things specifically I mean, because of repercussions no no i mean we say stuff like that all the time but i think it's kind of overkill to say it every once every hour and this is also the I Sunday mean, show. Never. We try to lighten it up a little bit. Yeah, and it will. And I think the entire gist of this show is exactly that point. Maybe we don't specifically well, spell it out that, like, yes, government people, bureaucrats, whatever, and, they're all people like you and me. But that is the and, gist of this and show. Like, and like jet, like uh, if, goons, tyrants, despots, parasites, thugs, mafia, yeah, gang, it's, it's idiots, right there on the liars, yeah, we, we we have your alternative words. But here's the thing, Jet. Um, much like. Forkfest, where no one is in charge, uh, and being a live call-in program where you can call in and talk about anything you want to, you're a longtime caller, and uh, you like to talk about this specific topic, and that's great. If we start doing it, then you're not going to call us anymore, and we want you to call. <laughs> no, no, I would, I this would is, love it. This but is your is- shtick, and so yeah, you should call and talk about this uh, as frequently no, do, as you want but- to. Well, it has to be germane my, to the you know germane is, to the conversation. My point is, you know, Nikki just said that you talk about it all the time, but actually, I listen all the time and I never hear it. 
And I never hear what because I'm Because we thinking. don't use yeah. the same exact language as you're using, but it is a big common theme throughout this show. Yes. And there is so much more. I know this is like your favorite topic, but there's so much more to freedom and liberty. Like there are so many things to talk about. If we were to talk about that every single show, one, it would kind of get boring. No, not talk Two, or yes, say the the phrase that you want us to say is kind of what you're saying. But there's so much more to talk about. Like we have, there is a lot of content to cover. I don't know how it would have been germane well, when we were what. talking about the bet between me and Ricky from the Commonwealth. Right, like that I'll had nothing you. to do with government goons or despots or whatever. That was just a bet yeah. on where we foresee things going in the future. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why I keep harping on this. And that is because... Um, I know that freedom and liberty, you know, the, the concept begins in the mind. Mm-hmm. And, and I know also that most people don't understand that these are just other people who have no more right than you or I. Most, most people, as I mentioned, yeah. understand that they somehow magically do have a right. And they. Uh, well, it's not magic, man. It's the guns. The right? delusion, the grand delusion. Like so that dude in Thailand. I, if he was on equal, if he was on equal footing with armaments as the king of the country, right? That that could have gone differently. But the king exactly has people point. willing to like commit violence on his behalf against this otherwise peaceful individual. My point is, people will not get to that point of equal footing until they understand that. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. This guy is just another human. His blood runs red. His poop stinks. You know, he's he's pretty obviously being a politician. They're not all that smart. Yeah. But uh, as long until the masses get to that point, and that's what happened at the beginning of this country, was they said, you know what, this guy might be a king, but he has no no sense of what's going on here and we don't want to do that anymore we don't care he's just another person to us so we reject him yeah that's my well they rejected him and the king sent soldiers to quash a rebellion and they fought them off and that i think that's that's where the current generation is not going to overstep that line at this point well that's the only that's my only point, the idea that it starts in the mind, and if we can change people's minds to be in agreement with the fact that these people, just other people, uh, are yeah. not morally superior, they're not intellectually superior, they yeah. have no more right than any of the rest of us. Yeah, you, you, can, you can change their mind, delusion. but to act accordingly is going to put them up in opposition with the king's soldiers. Well, that's why I said, do you guys feel afraid to be able to say those specific words that these are just other people? Why do we pay attention to them? You know, that's we, we pay attention because they're pointing guns. And you, you ought to know when guns are being pointed at you. We're not afraid to oh, say yeah, it. No. And, and part of that comes with, you know, not afraid to die, not afraid to be arrested, not afraid to go to jail. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it does take a certain amount of courage to sit in one of these chairs and talk about the topics that we talk about yeah. uh, it t- also takes a a pretty big risk of uh, making ourselves targets uh, as evidenced by the crypto six raids plural now under, understand me i'm not i'm not criticizing sure. you 
I'm I'm just saying that yeah. somehow that's the bottom underlying the foundational message that is the the spark point, if you will, of liberty. Yeah. Um, you know, we agree I, with I you. Remember. I just don't think you're going to get the masses on board with what's necessary to take the the secondary step once their mind is changed. Yeah, the the changing of the mind, like there is no, as near as I can tell, and since I moved here in 2019, I've been surrounded by a number of people who have woken up, right? Their their mind has uh, expanded or something has has clicked, uh, an epiphany, if you will, they've had. Uh, And I can't find a rhyme or a reason. I can't find even a common thread between myself and... Or any two of these people, like if I knew what made people wake up to the reality of the situation, which is as you described, Jet. Usually, it's personal firsthand experience. Well, okay, but like as you described it, like getting people to wake up to the idea that these are just people; they all sleep somewhere, right? Uh, they have no more rights than any other human uh, on planet Earth. Uh, getting them to that point, I wish I knew how. Because you're right, that is the first step. Uh, so because I can't find that thing or any commonality that, like, you know, even if we could get you know, I don't know, a small per- 2% of the population to, to wake up, that would be a huge win. Um, and- it's also going to end up like Cypher in the Matrix. You're going to wake them up. They're going to realize that they're still powerless to do much about it why, oh and why? just be resentful. Didn't that you... I choose the blue pill? Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I've decided yeah. that instead of uh, attempting to wake more people up, uh, I am just going to serve uh, th- via this show uh, as a bit of a lighthouse, right. if you will. Right. Uh, in a in a in well, a sea I... of crap. Right. We're the lighthouse going, hey, if you love freedom and you have woken up already, uh, there's a bunch of people over here trying to do a thing. Well, what I've done, what I've done is I've taken it out of, uh, I've put it into practice. I've taken it out of my mind as just a concept. And when I deal with these other people, no matter what their station, title, um, you know, costume, whatever, I just talk to them as another person that I'm meeting on the street. Now, many of them might not. What like do you that. do when a cop pulls up behind you and flashes his lights? Do you go yeah. on about your life as a free man living on the land? But you acquiesce no, to the violence I, that's in your mirror. What I do is I, he must have, he must have stopped me because he needed my help. So I ask him, how may I help you? Ah, go you on. Know? And, um, and, and I always ask them questions rather than answer their questions. Okay. So I, and he goes, I now you them. owe me this much money. <laughs> well, of course I never speed and I, <laughs> oh. I never I yeah. never run through stops. I, I'm just, kind of besides the point. Though, I'm just correct, running. You know? like, I mean, if you never approach the fence, you're never going to get shocked. Here's so. how this would go if it were me applying Jet's technique, right? A uh, cop pulls me over and he comes over. I'm like, how can I help you? And he goes, do you know how fast you were going? And so I want to ask a question here instead of answer his question. And so I would go, yeah. do you know how fast you were going? <laughs> then it becomes combative. Yeah. But yeah, if you were truly well, free, you would not even feel obligated to stop. Right. And when he okay. rammed your car and tried to push you off the road, you would feel compelled to defend yourself against that aggression. Right. I know. And but no uh, one will do that. Well, few will do that. Those that are. The, the are few that do it don't do it for those reasons. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. I would. I would just love to know. Be there, you know, like in 1775 when, like, uh, was it Patrick Henry that came up with this? Uh, you know, is life so dear, peace so sweet, calls to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, Almighty God. I know not what course others will take, but for me, give me liberty or give me death. I would love to know. Yeah. You know, what no, people are going to watch the like. Super Bowl on 100 inch TV. Well, that's true. That's where we're at. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck, everybody. Thanks for listening. Hey, Jet, thank you <laughs> for call. the call, man. We appreciate you. Goodbye. That was the weirdest Jet call, I think. Why? I don't, just it was. Right, it sounded the mm, same as it always does. Okay. It, well, it was different, I think. Then, right. like, like, you know, he's on on point, right? He he has a. It's the a bit step of a two, shit. man. Yeah. You can get people to step one. Yeah, I don't like paying my taxes. Six zero three. Pay my taxes. Two eight three six one six zero. Still to come, the number two story. Three talk live. Don't go anywhere. Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160 is the telephone number. We have uh, we had, well, two callers, but now we only have one on hold. We'll get to them in just a second. In the studio tonight, it's myself, the captain. It's Nikki. And Richie Rich. Before we go on with the show, we still have to get to the number two story. But uh, I want to say thank you to Justin O'Donnell. Justin O'Donnell is hey. a silver level amplifier. What does that mean? What does it mean to be an amplifier? Well, we have a program called the AMPS program, which stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. You can find out all about it over at amps.freetalklive.com. Uh, essentially, Justin O'Donnell gives us $5 a month because he enjoys the, the content, the hosts, the co-hosts, the callers, uh, and the perspective of peace, liberty, freedom, and prosperity that we bring. And he wants to help us get this radio program onto more radio stations. Currently, we're on around 200 radio stations. We could be on 250, 300, 350 radio stations. Not out of the question. It's all possible, but we could use your help doing it. So if you do enjoy the program, please visit amps.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming an amplifier. There are some perks that you get. It's a Patreon-type setup. Uh, so there's little benefits, that kind of thing. But that's not why you should amp. You should amp because you love liberty and you want to spread the message. Amps.freetalklive.com. Thank you again, Justin O'Donnell. We appreciate you. Best use of your Liberty Dollar. As uh, I believe Mark Edge coined the phrase, right? I believe it's the best use of your Liberty Dollar. Whoever said it first, they're right. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's go to this unscreened caller. What's your name, please? You're live on the radio. Uh, this is the Tom Budsman. Hey, Tom. The Tom Budsman. Hey, guys. Uh, love the show. I was uh, just uh, letting you guys know. I hear you guys... Uh, quote the uh, Faces of Death movie quite often. Uh, you guys are aware that, that, that the whole movie's uh, <laughs> a complete fake, right? 
Um, Even the monkey scene and all that is completely uh, <laughs> manufactured, right? I only remember bringing it up one time recently, so... Oh, yeah, well, I'm a long-time listener. I've, I've probably heard it, you know, a few times over the years. <laughs> okay, just, uh, all right. It always meant to Well, then it's well-produced uh, snuff. It oh, it was great. It even had me uh, fooled as a youngster. I just uh, <laughs> found out later on. Uh, all right. And so, but, was uh, there was there more about Faces of Death that you wanted to talk about, or...? Oh, uh, just, uh, yeah, I guess that whole monkey scene was <laughs> done with, like, a uh, uh, some kind of fruit or something, and they, they dived in. But, yeah, it traumatized me pretty bad. <laughs> well, go watch Cannibal Holocaust, then, because they actually <laughs> killed the animals. Uh-oh, I, I'll probably have to pass on this, that one. This was think. prior to the no animals were hurt, and I'm pretty sure it was, oh, like, the gosh. source oh, for gosh. that. Oh, wow. So, like, they, you know, yeah. they killed some animals on on camera. Oh, and uh, it was a lot back So there was no <laughs> disclaimer? No. Nope. Like, you know, at the end of some movies, they're like, no animals were harmed. There, in was, the there was a disclaimer, but it was actually the opposite. This like, disclaimer... Animals were completely harmed while making this. Okay. It was be- it was before those laws went into effect. And I believe I'm pretty sure that this particular movie had an impact on the creation of you those know, laws. I'm not a fan of, lar- of laws as just a general thing, but uh, that's probably a good one if we are to have them. Uh, I totally agree, Nikki. It's probably one of the only ones Vegans. that was probably uh, supporting. I, I <laughs> a mean, vegan. Like, uh, is it wrong to uh, harm animals? Mm, uh, well, it depends. You know? I mean, like, uh, are you raising chickens for your you draw food? The line? And you're going to chop I their heads off even, so you can put them on the barbecue? Uh, that seems all right to me. Even an animal on its way to the slaughterhouse should be treated with dignity, you know? I I I enjoy uh, like when I like I, if it makes the meat more tender. Yeah, when I when I buy my food from like a local farm here in New Hampshire or something like that, I want to be assured that they are humanely raised and yeah. that they are grass fed and not grain fed. I don't want them eating high fructose corn syrup. I don't want them eating Monsanto crap, plastic, you know, plastic, any of that kind of right. stuff filler. You know, I, I want that's them, a preference, though. It is a preference. Okay, uh, but not a mandate, right? But I'm not willing to say that that should be the law. Okay, right. I'm not willing to, right, right. to point the guns of government at other people and go uh, conform to my preference. Absolutely, but if I if I seen somebody torturing a kitten, I might go ahead and shoot them. I feel the same way about puppies. Whose kitten is it? Are we allowed well, to own animals? I mean, uh, I, uh, you know, I'm just speaking with emotion, maybe not, not law there, you know. It's a good way to get punched in the face for attacking me for beating my kitten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Stay you in go. your lane. Uh, <laughs> Mind your business. to you, Richie Rich. To, 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 to even uh, bring that up, you, you uh, yeah, Richie, good at, uh, Richie Rich is special. Oh, that card. <laughs> it's a property rights issue. If it's not yours and you're trying to prevent me from doing something with mine, we have an issue. Well, lo- logically, you're probably on to something. Uh, that's just where I, my emotion might take over my yeah, logic. No, I get you know, it. Right? That's why people get emotionally punched in the face. I hear you, man. <laughs> At least make sure it's on your property, then. There you go. <laughs> Anything else tonight, Tom? No, guys. Have a good one. Man. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for the call tonight. We appreciate you. I'll hear an, I'll hear an argument for you can't own animals. Well, it's right, so like right. I mean, we could talk no, about that. Tough, like man. it's tough. Like yeah. I mean, I I love dogs as pets. Sure. I do not love dogs as barbecue. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what about dog fighting? Uh, that's pretty lame. Yeah. No, I'm not really a fan. Not a fan, but would you stop it? Would you create? Would you create a law? Would no. you physically stop people who are dog fight who have dogs that are fighting dogs from? I might try to physically fight? stop them. I don't know if I'd use like the on threats of government. Okay. I don't know if I'd be on their property. I guess I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, like you got to go to their property to to stop them from doing what they will with their other property. I'll publicly shame them. I think people. I like. I we were talking about this a few weeks ago on a Wednesday show about how we should bring back like shunning people right sure so it's like okay we have this community we you know uphold these standards of Happens like on social media all dis- the time. dignity and you know like rightness right ethics stuff like that um i don't agree with torturing animals so right. if you're doing that i'm not going to call the cops on you but i'll probably tell everyone that you're doing it and most people will probably disagree with you and agree with me probably and not dog we'll fighting is a cultural issue shun so you is from fighting. the uh not well in America. I, I'm assuming most people in New Hampshire. That's where I am. Maybe. So I guess that's sure. relevant yeah. to to my life. But I don't know of any dog fights in New Hampshire. That's fair. Yeah. What about so, chicken fights? Not in New Hampshire. Because all those people were shunned from New Hampshire, and they had Maybe. to go somewhere else. Yeah, down south. Yeah. Like, would you go uh, to a bullfight? No. The the only the only like famous case of like dog fighting that I can remember is like the Michael Vick thing. Yeah, right, yep. former NFL yeah. player, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of a thing. And like, I I understand he was in trouble, you know, with the law, so to speak, uh, over that. But I think the reason uh, he did not see uh, as much playing time later in his career was because of the the shunning uh, as a result of well him being involved in this dogfighting. I would suggest that the time away impacted his athleticism. As he grew older. Sure. Yes, there's that. Yeah. Uh, but I think that there was shunning. Sure. Uh, by a, a large audience because he oh, was yeah. already famous, right? Yeah. There were people who were like burning his jerseys. They had, they were fans of his yeah. and like yeah. they're like, I'm not a fan of yours anymore. That's, and, yeah. you know, making it public, making a public display yeah. of it. But in his community, know. he grew up with it. It was just a thing. Right. And he continued on with that tradition. Right. Yeah. Um. Let's go to... This caller, I believe this is, is it Andrew in Tennessee? Yeah. Hey, man. That's correct. You're on Free hey, Talk Live. Uh, hey, I just want to say, like, well, Richie Rich has said that you have to be able to defend your property. So if I don't like you dogfighting on your property, then if I can come and successfully remove those dogs from you and end your life, then technically I own your dogs and your property. Yeah, you could. Because you want to. Yeah. Yeah. So that that is what would keep you from, with your logic, being able to do something like that. Because there's probably going to be more people willing to kill you over it, and less people defending over Maybe. it. Maybe again, dogfighting is a cultural issue. So is so is cockfighting. If, if you try to if, if you go onto their property and try to take their dogfighting dog, right, you are going to be yeah. met with resistance. Right, and, but, and so now your like life said, is on the line as well. Are you willing to would, risk your life for that of a dog or two? Well, that's, yeah. I mean, and I agree with that. But like I say, if you're doing something that's un, that, that the majority consider unethical, then you have to be willing to face the majority of people that are willing to come in and stop you for it. Yeah. And as far as your... The nuclear um, weapon. Mm-hmm. If you if you um, if you're able to test the weapon, then you are causing harm to your neighbor. 
Um, because that you cannot prove that that you know whatever you know whatever kind of radiation that it causes and fallout, you can't prove that that's not going to harm your neighbor. And well, the, the burden really... would not be on me if, the, if that would be a tort. The burden would be on them to prove damages. Well, but what I'm saying is how would you even test your weapon to know if it's even successful without being able to I don't test know. It? How did the government test it? They tested it prior to deploying well, they, it. But, but the only reason we have nuclear weapons is because they stole from a bunch of people to be able to to be able to test them in the first place. Because I don't care I don't how they got it. They they did safe successful tests. Well, well I don't think we that, don't know that don't the tests that, were safe. I don't think that Richie Rich could could by himself go and make a nuclear weapon and use ethical means to be able to create that weapon without causing harm to somebody. Okay. And so at the point of at the point that harm is caused, you could claim a tort. But until that point, leave me alone. Well, can you actually even make a nuclear weapon? Me I personally, mean, no. I not right, at all. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you, somebody can. They're creating them. Think, the technology exists. But what I'm saying is, I don't think one could successfully make a weapon without causing harm to somebody else. Is what I'm saying. Why not? Like, I feel like that. You still are. I feel like you're gonna have to at some point go against the non-aggression principle to to acquire the materials. That weapon in the first place. Why? What's that? Why Why would I have to violate the non-aggression principle to justly acquire the materials required well, to build a nuclear weapon? One, you would have to have you would have to have so many people that are on your side that would say, oh, yes, we think that this is a good idea to make this weapon. They so already exist. So Those many... weapons are in are in storage. They're in production. Well, yeah, assuming but assuming they're not. Because they, because why would we assume the reason they're not storage in the first place? Is because they had to use the not they had to violate the non-aggression principle to build those weapons in the first place. Only because they're governments. But any well, anything a government can do, the market can also do, and likely better and cheaper. Okay, well, assuming that the government didn't steal from people to be able to build those weapons, how would you do it? The, how again, the, do it the technology exists. All we're talking about is price. And yeah, I mean, like, I mean, there's all sorts of tech now. Like if you didn't know how to acquire a part, uh, you could 3D print it. Right. The, the only thing stopping like individuals from owning nuclear weapons is cost and the government prohibiting you from acquiring the materials. Right. If you eliminate the and government, what those materials what will be freely available is, in the market. Do you know that you could successfully create a nuclear weapon without violating the non-aggression principle? I am confident that all the materials can be acquired justly. I mean, like that's like asking, do you think a nuclear power plant can be built without violating the non-aggression principle? Yes, of course it can. It's technology. It's just somebody building a thing to... Yeah, I'm 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 for nuclear energy. I was just sure. I was just trying to I was just trying to find a way to you know to put it into perspective when it comes to non-aggression because I mean there had to there was a lot of violations of non-aggression to 
to build those weapons in the first place. Do we acknowledge well, yeah. that? Yeah. 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 I mean, the existence of government is a violation of the non-aggression principle. Yeah. The whole institution is a violation. But, so, yeah. But all, but the but technology I'm, I'm, exists, right? The, the, right. Uh, the instructions exist, and everything else is just acquiring materials and following the instructions. Simplistically. Well, but, but you would have to have an... But to, well, I don't think one man has enough resources to acquire those things. That's irrelevant. So you would have to, you have, would you, have, to have several. Have, Andrew, have you uh, ever heard of a suitcase nuke? I've heard of a lot of things. I mean, <laughs> I mean okay. the, the fact that an individual can't currently afford it is irrelevant. Right. Because at some point they I, might be able to. Or someone, you know, like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or Bill Gates, right, has the resources to acquire the materials and, you know, and can afford to pay the people to put it together. So is that your goal is to acquire a nuke so you can um, protect your dogfighting ring? No, but if that if that's what it took, if it comes down to if it, if it comes down it, to it, this is only going to happen if he wins the the, the the bet, the bet, the dash bet the, with Ricky from the comedy. Really, with, the with, stakes are that high. With fifteen I didn't know dash, dash with fifteen dash in twenty twenty six, who the sky's the limit? Yeah, that's true. I'm just trying to figure out where we're going with this. You know? But uh, well, you said no, it's I impossible mean, to build a nuclear weapon without violating the non-aggression principle, and I would suggest otherwise. Well, because, you know, at one point, Volkswagen built cars that if you ran into the back of them, they were notorious for, you know. I thought that was Ford and the Pinto. Oh, was it a Pinto? Is that what it was? Whatever. Either way. But they they also did an economic calculation, right? They said, this is going to hurt this much people, and this is how much we're going to have to pay out in damages. Or so they it's did gonna, it on purpose. Yeah, and then the, and then they went. I've never heard of this. Oh man, look it up. Okay. They 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 did a, they did an economic calculation. They said like this many people are going to get hurt. We're going to have to pay out this much liability, or it's going to cost us this much more oh. to recall the car and change the part. And it was cheaper so, uh, to pay out the liability. Right. So I just looked up. Uh, I I just looked up uh, suitcase nukes. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, they as are, if we weren't rated enough. Yeah, you know, this is in the search I, history. Yeah, come it, on, Captain. They they do exist, <laughs> and in fact, the smallest uh, nuclear bomb uh, built by the U.S. is called the W fifty four fission bomb, and it was uh, developed and deployed uh, as early as nineteen sixty one. I'm trying to look at here. It's got a uh, a yield of point one kilotons. And a maximum range of 2.49 miles. It is approximately the size of a large suitcase. Is that a? Is that a? How many acres is 2.9 miles? I could own that much property. That's a pretty big. I think it's radius. That's fine. Yeah. So I could I could own 2.9 miles. Like there are people out there with larger than 2.9 miles of property. Like any rancher. Well, you know, I get, I get, I guess where my dilemma is now is that we have. We have things that have been acquired through theft that we wouldn't necessarily have because people wouldn't really have the resources to be able to do it. The only reason they were able to do it in the first place is because they were able to, you know, they were able to steal. So so I was I was mentioning I was mentioning this to Captain during the break. Um, I know it's a dramatic representation, but if you haven't seen the movie Oppenheimer, watch the movie Oppenheimer. Because one of one of the principles like brought up in the movie, 
and again, I don't care if it's truth or not, um, was the technology pre-existed the run-up to building the bomb, right? It was, now we know this is possible, someone is going to do a thing, and if we want them to not do the thing to us, the United States, right, we have to ramp up our, our resources and our research to get there first, right? Like, the technology is out there. You can no longer stop it from existing. All you can do is prevent others from using it on you the best you can. And if that means like having a suitcase nuke of your own, then you ought to be able to own one. Well, I, I'm not I'm not against nuclear anything. I just I just wish we could, you know, use it for cars or something instead of Yeah, yeah for peaceful means instead of that's fine, means. But yeah. just know that with the same technology, someone else is going to build the bomb. And if you don't want the warlord to come knocking on your door with a suitcase nuke, saying, like, this property is mine now, you're going to have to defend your property against him. Andrew, thank you so much for the call, man. We appreciate you listening and calling. Feel free to call again. Uh, I just want to get to the number two story. story Because we've been teasing it all night. I'd hate to end the show without talking about it a little bit. Uh, This from the New York Post. New York City neighborhood turned into giant toilet. As migrants litter park with poop, leave cups of urine on doorsteps. It's always the migrants. Just close the borders. <laughs> uh, uh, migrants outside of an East Village intake center have been crappy neighbors. Oh, yeah, that's very funny. Uh, since November, thousands of adult migrants have waited outside the former St. Bridget's School on East 7th Street and overflown into Tompkins Square Park. To score a bed in the city's shelter system after their 30-day and 60-day stay limits expired. But the S hit the fan and the sidewalks and the streets <laughs> last week. when, <laughs> when uh, It certainly did. When the city parks department yanked a trio of porta-potties from the park. Oh, so the government's responsible for this. Well, in many ways. Okay. The loos had become so filthy that the workers gave up on maintaining them, according to locals. Instead of like somebody being like, "Hey, uh, we need to maintain these more frequently." Yeah. Uh, because like, the, we're just going to stop because the volume has increased. Right? Yeah. How about how about ten porta potties instead of three? Right. Like, let's start there. There was a cup of what I thought was somebody's discarded hot chocolate. So I took a sip. That turned out to be. Not hot chocolate, said street cleaner John Cashvan. Cashvan. Hmm. That's a weird last name. I bet it belonged to two girls. <laughs> I'm thinking of Cash Cab. Oh, okay. Right? The, the, the game show. Right? Oh. Yeah. There's a cup of poop in Captain's, like, stuck on this guy's last name. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. On warmer days, it can smell like a toilet over here and not a well-kept toilet. In the past week, locals and volunteers said they've spotted cups filled with urine around the park's entrance near the former school, along with human-sized poop in tree beds. Lemonade in the summer, hot chocolate in the winter. And between parked cars. What was the old, uh, like, milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner, fudges made? Okay, uh, yeah, yep, nope. Yeah, I remember that. I'm not 12 anymore, I'm six now. (laughs) (laughs) Cut my juvenile sense of humor in half, apparently. Uh, most of them want to pee in plastic cups rather than the ground, and they leave them on people's doorsteps, said longtime resident <laughs> oh Garrett Rosso, 64, who said he spotted a dozen cups with urine. you got to Wha- set it on fire before you, like, <laughs> and then ring the doorbell if you're going to be leaving it on doorsteps. Oh, man. 
That brings or back do it memories. to politicians. Oh, someone even that deserves better. it. Yeah, didn't we? We did a it's story like the city about, hall guy. Yeah, yeah, the, the, he, yeah, he yeah. was sick of uh, people pooping in front of his uh, establishment. So he picked it all up and left it on the steps of uh, the local government. Well yep. played, sir. Yep. One migrant had no problem taking an alfresco whiz on a tree Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> I mean, if you if you don't have a place to go, right? That's this is nature in action. Yeah. The post uh, surveyed the stomach churning scene really that's stomach churning you've never seen a dude be on a tree like that's stomach churning that's i mean how wimpy do you have to be to yeah you know, it's pretty mild that's uh, new york liberal that's what you have to be the southeastern part of the park was also littered with spilled food and plastic containers oh so it's new york <laughs> uh i've cut this part of the park out of my daily walk because of the filth, said neighbor Michael Bartley, age 73. There are several thousand people coming to this end of the park with no place to use the bathroom. And they do have a picture of a very uh, graffiti-filled, less-than-clean, uh, big-size porta potty right? You know how there's, like, the little ones, and yeah. then there's, like, the ones that a wheelchair will fit in? That's what the, they have for the picture. Uh, if they're going to bring them here, the city should have some sanitation people here, he added. Cops are here. Big effing deal. Uh, and, like, I actually, uh, yeah, if if you're going to have government welfare uh, and then people come to take advantage of it and you don't have enough of it, it is the onus is upon you, the provider, uh, to make sure that there is more of that. Be careful, they're going to start taxing the citizens to get oh, more I, of that. I know, I know. Okay. I know where it all goes. But all I'm right. just saying, six, uh, sorry, we're out of time. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, Richie Rich. Thank you to all of our callers and our listeners, of course. This has been Free Talk Live. If you missed any part of the program, find the archives over at freetalklive.com. Thanks and peace. you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate well i know a guy who's really great it's the realtor mark warden now you can learn more about the awesome things happening here in new hampshire in our march toward liberty in our lifetime our friends at porcupine real estate are hosting a series of webinars to educate you on the expanded freedoms enjoyed by new hampshire citizens reserve your seat today at move.freetalklive.com Topics include gun freedom, medical freedom, and political freedom victories. They also have a couple on best practices for moving to the free state and finding housing. These webinars are super helpful and free to attend once you've registered at move.freetalklive.com. Visit their YouTube channel, Porcupine Real Estate, for videos from past presentations and sign up for upcoming webinars for free at move.freetalklive.com. PorcupineRealEstate.com